I wouldn't put that in. How awful that was. Um, hello and welcome to another episode of Rolling <laughs> Oh, Matthew. It's an in-joke that's just not a joke. Um, it's an in-joke that genuinely pisses you off. Okay. Um, we are back once again for the Renegade Master. Default damage like, to ill behaviour. Yeah. Um, Guess who's back. Guess who's back. Yes. Dan, oh, it's us again, yo. The same four kids with a brand new show. Wow, what was that? That's from Hadouken. Is that a band? There's a band <laughs> So it's not down, <laughs> diagonal, forward, no, forward, hard time. It's not that. It's the band called Hadouken. Okay. So we are back to, really, because we went to Salute the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and we really yeah, wanted to talk about it, but we haven't managed to get together until now. We want to talk about Salute and the, what happened and things and news and we've played some games. And, yeah. I mean, you... You missed us. You need us. You um, missed. We're telling you, you missed us. Yeah, I'm telling you, you missed us. You'd um, be nothing without us. So <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to be back. Um, thank you to all the people that have actually been downloading because we we kept had these weird spikes over the last like couple of weeks, which was really fun, or just before Saloon. I don't know really. why. There was one day when someone it looked like one person went and downloaded like 17 episodes. And I was like, well played that person. So they're still listening. Yeah, they're still listening to this day. (laughs) I hope that they they got through it. Almost through three episodes now. Let us know who you are. Um, Well, we're going to start with hobby progress, as is our want. Mm. Has anyone done some hobby that they would like to discuss? Daniel? Uh, It's been a hot second. I think I base coated and like did a little bit of a couple of Kairi, but nothing. Yeah, so stuff on the table. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of stuff, stuff done previously. Okay, there's a load of Bushido. So we're playing a lot with the thing that's drawn us back into playing a bit is Bushido. That we'll yes. come on to that later. But um, yeah, Dan's got some Bushido going on. Um, John, you haven't because you're still playing computer games and working. I'm hard to play computer games at the moment. I'm just working. You're working. But yeah, right. Uh, the Bushido models are still sat on the table. So, oh, foreshadowing. Big news. Yeah. John bought into Bushido. We'll come to that later. Let's go. Um, a little bit. Otherwise, for me, I, um, I'm trying to think when we last did stuff. I've been sort of doing a little bit of building. So I did the Infinity Stormtrooper, and that I posted up a little while yes. ago. And now I'm doing a bike version of a biker scout. Um, Is this on, from Star Wars Legion? Yeah, so my friend uh, Alex printed me some Biker Scout helmets and guns. And it's for the Maya Cast Masterclass competition. So to clarify, I'm entering, not because I think I can win, but if you enter, you get a chance of winning models. Dope. And it's a fun thing to like give yourself a focus. Yeah, it gets you motivated, yeah. Yeah, so I've started chopping him up. I've put a lot of models together, a lot of Bushido models. Takure came, so I've put those models together. Cyber Rugby. Yeah, and there's one thing it was weird. I was like, oh no, my models... My mother's wrong because uh, the eagle model she, in the art and the render, she's got these increasing like cyber stilettos. Yes, but she... and basically the model doesn't have it. And I was like, did I cut it off the sprue? And I searched through the rubbish, like what's going on? And because I did the legend player thing, so if you look at the, oh, well, I was going to talk about that later, but I have a sort of direct channel with the guy, so I emailed yes. them. And I was like, guys, what's going on? Am I where's my where's my cyber stilettos? And I'm like, oh, like we couldn't do it. Like, we tried to make them, but the casters physically couldn't do it, so we just took them away. Why not just give her wedges? 
Yeah, well, they'd already. I think it was just Is easier. Is that what they call when they're like a filled in heel? I think so. I Something know. like that. But I just got a bit of the metal and just carved some stilettos and glued them on. And Of yes. all of the people to ask that question to, the four sitting around this table probably wouldn't be the ones to answer about Why I was. I mean, <laughs> listen, this shirt's making my eyes dance. Of course I know fashion. Um, it's making something in mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with wedges. Yeah, they're wedges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cyber, sure. cyber wedges. Please yeah, write yeah. into rollbetterpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what wedges are, not the potato snack. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did that and that was fun. Um, but yeah, I haven't done loads. I've got a paint machine. I started painting the hymen a bit. Heyman? Heim- uh, Can we say Heyman? Because Heyman is a different thing. It's <laughs> Heyman. Very we keep calling a Heyman. Yeah, it's wrong. Like, um, can you imagine if you dropped one and you broke your Heyman? <laughs> the hat came off mine the other day, actually. But, um, what does that even mean? Um, so, I like... The problem I had is I airbrushed them all with Tamiya, and then I need to find the brushwork, and I don't have blues that work with the Tamiya. So I'm like, oh, I might have to redo. And it sort of paused me a bit. Okay. But I'm going to get back into into it and salutes got me into it and like playing machine in the takara so i'm gonna and like i had got a job and then i don't have a job anymore. don't have a job anymore so i'm gonna be back at the hobby table dope that's it hard matthew you've done some good stuff and you posted it i did i i made my place of noticeable dampness <laughs> i do like code name pond i do like that oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the home. oh daniel daniel um yeah, I uh, I made a I made a pond and I did did some uh, awesome nice work on that. I used master crafted minis bits and pieces to make it. So the pond itself is master crafted minis three D printed one. Yeah, we'll come on to them. Yeah, then. and I got loads of bits and pieces from them. Did it all up. Used water effect and stuff. Couldn't get the water how I wanted it. It's not gone perfectly, but it's, it's good it looks enough. really good. Got a little koi in there and stuff like that, and like lots of lots of nice. Um, like scenery stuff to make it look really nice. It looks, it looks pretty cool. It's pretty. And, you got your, and isn't there a frog? There is a frog. Or is he a toad? I actually. I think know. he's a toad. I painted him to be the same colours as a Japanese toad. I loved it. And it's I a lovely little scenery piece. Like a, I think it's a Japanese common toad. I, I picked the colours from there. And on the on the little um, fifty mil um, uh, objectives I made, where I put Gregory the tortoise. Um, Why Gregory? I'm not saying it's not a good name. It's a good name. Fantastic name for a tortoise, tortoise isn't yeah. it? Thank yeah. you. John gets it. Jesus, I mean, why am I having to explain this, I like turtle. <laughs> it's not a turtle, it's a tortoise. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, and the two koi are called Agamemnon and Clive. Um, but, I don't... but are you just trying to be like, pretend, like, like, silly YA edgy? Or is there like a reason? <laughs> YA edgy. Or is there a reason what for that? What does that mean? That was very close to YA. <laughs> that's, YA that's, edgy. that's young adult. Yeah, I know what YA right. means, <laughs> but I'm asking what I'm 31. I'm not YA edgy. YA YA edgy. It's been YA edgy. Um, is there reasons for those names? Yeah, because they were fun. Cool, great. Because it's fun to have like this really over the top name, and then just some dude called Clive. Like Clive or Clyde? Clive. Clive. Clyde is good as well. Clyde Frog. Um, but the 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 tortoise Gregory is painted to look like a Japanese tortoise. As well. Love it. It looks cool, and I like that you tweeted it, and I like that GCT got it in it, and I like that Ben like retweeted it. As ben like, from Oscar, yeah, cool, cool, cool. we did things with your stuff, and you yeah. liked it, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I've also uh, I've undercoated and like done some basing work on my two metal cami and Masema Yama, the Banner Boy. Oh yeah, lovely model. Can't wait to paint him. Lovely. Model. Really need to paint him actually. Get stuck. In Can't him. wait for him to be at the front of all of your lines because <laughs> he has to be so that people can fucking see him. You can. I could ninja side eye him. 
Well, technically, we'll, we'll come on. We'll come on to Ninja Saido when we talk about Bushido, which is going to be. Did we talk about Bushido after, before or after Salute Roundup? I think we'll do Salute and then go. Into yeah, because the, Bushido factors heavily into Salute. Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about Bushido in Salute, yeah. but we'll, then we'll get into it. Uh, so, a little note. Um, Ed was Ed Churchman was very sweet, and he tweeted he got he ordered Takure. So I said, oh, yeah. banging on that." He really sweetly tweeted that he opened it and like turned the book, and there was like, "Oh, there's like Legend Player," um, which I believe I called Chrome Dome, but in Japanese. So it was actually Chromodoma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I was trying to figure out the name. Yeah, that is that is my plan. That's Chrome Dome. And he tweeted, and then the um, the Takure boys retweeted it, so that was cool. Um, and I'd said, "Yo, me and Dan are going to play it." But so yesterday it was Friday, and I came around to Dan's. We ended up playing. 1.2 of a game of 1.2 yeah of a game of Bushido uh, and we didn't get around to Takuri but we're going we've agreed that we're going to play it next week and then we'll do like a mini episode report on it because I feel like I owe them and I want to play it and see if it's good and... you, you've been so hyped about it for so long yeah and so we're going to do it a bit next week so we've not uh, I just I said like I tweeted out like, yeah we're going to talk about it we're not we're going to talk about it next time next time can we just tangent briefly on Takuri? Just mm. uh, relay us about the guy that won the star player. Oh, yeah. So not physically won, but won. Yeah. So what it is, is I can't remember how many it was. Was it 10, maybe? Legend players was the maximum. So it was like, that was the place level. The Legend level pledge, and you get to create your own player. Exactly. They're in the rule book. That's right? in the rule book that may or may not factor later. Like it, Who knows? Yeah. Is that? But so I did one, and I, my mod guy was, my, was Chrome Dome. And the idea was that he wanted to be a player, but he wa- but he wasn't quite good enough, so he got loads of cybernetic modifications so he could be good enough, and surrounded himself with a bunch of like uh, street kids, and like he got loads of money, and he like cybered them up so he could like have his own team of, of like good rugby player type people, and there was like your classic like uh, warrior, what, what is it like Ronin and Cub. But Danny Takure, like a tech guy and a hacker girl, and it was qu- we kind of stuck with what we knew. Like yes. everyone they were all cool, and the art for it was really good. Yeah, it is nice. Um, a cyber wolf as well. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then one guy was like proper big brain play. Nailed it. Was like, well, that's not how I roll. Um, my legend player is going to be the last whale on Earth. That has been genetically modified to be functionally immortal and keeps on growing and growing and growing because of the genetic modifications. So they stuck a stadium on its back and it now floats around the world as a mobile Takure stadium, as an immortal whale. Yes. Well he won the rule book. <laughs> I'm, not... I'm sure that's great audio comment, man. I'm going to actually look Sorry. him up, man, because... That is sick. I, I want to know what drugs he was on when he was thinking of that. Yes, I thought that was really clever. Um, I'm trying DMT to think of, trip. And I think like, he was on. I think I've he got was, it. He was smoking Satisha. <laughs> so Jesus, no, okay. Kyle Fernandez. Satisha type of weed, and Satisha are the group that Wales belong to. Well played, Jesus. Way too much for me, dude. High, <laughs> high level comedy right high. there. Big brain. High because of the weed, Jonathan. <laughs> Please write in to robertpodcast at gmail.com if you thought my joke was funny. We're going to get no emails. <laughs> can, I, can I state his name again? Just move it in here. So it's Jesus Coelho Fernandez, whale guy, 
and I believe when he posted up into Korean Meeting Point, he said, I've got my stuff, and I saw the whale, and because you got a bit of your art if you did it, I was like, oh my gosh, you're the whale guy, you're a genius. He's like, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, I got this. Can we, can we figure out what the name of the whale is? don't know if it had a name. Oh. I don't have the rule book with me here. Oh, to... His name was like, <laughs> That was actually quite good, but I don't know. Yeah, that was good. I'll let you have that. That was good. That was good. Um, so, yeah, so side tangent on Takure, more in the future, Woo. guaranteed. Um, let's do, should we do a bit of news? Is, was this not news? <laughs> no. Oh, that was probably, probably progress again. Yeah, into the little bits of news. No, there's two GW stories that are the ones. Now, I actually don't know about these. I, well, I know about one of them, and then you guys were talking about the other one when I came in. One is spotty, which was, we'll do the first one The first one first. Was, and the second one as, second? Yeah, cool. as we understand it, some kid went to a tournament, his America tournament, and went to have fun, took a real tough list. But he had too much fun, and he had fun the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, he had fun the wrong way. Wrong fun. So took an orc list of all buggies, all flyers, uh, and isn't a seeded player, isn't like a known player apparently, and just like went and had fun. I think he lost game one, mm. submarined up to the final, where he played like a seeded meta player who had like this dark Eldar list that had like done all these good things. Blah, blah, blah. And I think someone, I think what I read was it at the end of turn one, the game was over because he had pretty much wiped out 90% of the other guy's army. Awesome, and the, fun, balanced, well built game. And the other guy had nothing to shoot back with. Mm-hmm. And if he had a shot back, nothing could hurt the buggies or the flies because he'd taken all like the what people were going, oh, this list is incredible, like splinter rifles and all this sort of stuff. Like loads of rapid fire, but it was like, you ain't touching me because I'm buggies and flyers. And just went, yay, Daka goes, blah, and like wins. And it was something like one week later, GW go, you're having fun wrong. Let's nerf this list. And I We've built a game that doesn't function properly, yeah. but we're going to blame the players and constantly try and fix it so you can't build what you want to. Yeah, and a lot. So, as I understand, there's certain units that they've picked that says you cannot have more than one of these units. But the problem is, they've already sold all those models. Everyone's built their army. Yeah, but, but now that they've got the money, they can change it. So you <laughs> can't use the, bun- the, the toys that you bought. And I don't understand why they thought it was okay to have these units. Before, because they don't give a shit, Barry. Then some kids, they're a miniatures, they're a miniatures game, not a game company. Sorry, they're a miniature company, not a game company, Barry. Don't get it. Like, why they, they don't have a responsibility to create a balanced rule set for the game that they make, Barry. I just don't understand why it's fine that because it lost to the meta, it has to be banned. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed like a bit of a overreaction. <laughs> I mean, far enough, if you, I don't like, I, I'm no 40k tour player, I don't keep up with like the scene. But unless it's been, oh, all the tournaments, this is what's winning, this orc list, which which I don't think is the case. No. So it feels a bit like, this happened, let's instantly knee-jerk reaction. And then, I guess there's the times we've all moaned, why aren't they making changes? But then, a knee-jerk change like this feels... Feels stupid. Yeah, it doesn't feel smart, but... But, in, in fairness though, from what you've read out, the change, in a nutshell, could be better. Where it's all talking about flyers. Yep. From when me and Nathan played uh, in eighth, there was a big problem with tournament flyers. Actually, right. So like the triple crimson hunter X arc with then, which was the three Eldar flyers combined with Alain, Drakari. You're then taking more flyers. Mm. That was horrible. It was a horrible list to play, and and to be played against. So, if they're doing it because 
it targets a lot of other stuff. Although it might look like a knee-jerk reaction to the orc stuff. If it hits the rest of everything else as well, then fine. It might be that there was, there was like a lot of other... I didn't feel sorry for that kid, though. That was aircraft heavy. Yeah, maybe. I mean... Hey, at least he got to have fun once. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel sorry for him. He wins the tournament. Everyone's going to go, yeah, but you only won because they banned it the week later. Yeah, And yeah, he's yeah. going to be like, but I did win. And from all <laughs> from the accounts I've read, it, it doesn't feel like this this kid wasn't like that guy. Yeah, he was yeah. just like, yeah, I want to have fun. I love yeah. orcs. <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong and he might actually be... Big time. Big time dickness player. But that's not what the reports are saying from the people that seem to the be in the street. History They're, is written by the victors. Yeah. Yeah. The history is wah. The other story, I don't, I don't know. Orcs go brrr. Don't really know if we should talk about it or not. Yeah, we should. Okay. I mean, we probably spoke about more controversial things before, right? Well, no, it's, it's just because there's not a lot of info floating around, but um, it's interesting, and like people's reaction—it's the way different people react to it—is what's scary about this and toxicity in the hobby and all this. Yeah. From what I understand, and again, willing to be wrong, I'm not like going out and saying this is what happened. We're not an official news outlet. We're four people in a room around a mic. Four random fuck knuckles. Chatting absolute breeze. Yeah, go on, carry on. So some guy rocked up to a tournament, a 40k tournament in Spain. And allegedly, I don't know if it was a jacket, a shirt, it was an item of clothing that was adorned with like Nazi stuff. Like hate, like yeah, various hate symbols. Well, yeah, and I don't know to what degree. Yeah, neither do I. I know that uh, there was a swastikas involved. Mm. In that country, they are not illegal. And the Spaniards, we, John and I have talked about this before, like they've been caught out before, but Spaniards go, no, it's fine. But they, there's a lot of Europe that are like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> and which is why there was that, was it the... Scale 75. Scale 75 Kickstarter. Yeah, Scale 75 Kickstarter went absolutely bonkers when they... There was a Scale 75 one, AK and then there was an AK Interactive. No, oh, the AK two, Interactive. two very different ones. Very, yeah. very, that's very different. Very different. Yeah. Let's, yeah, very different. Yeah. The, the Scale 75 one was the one with the... There was, was, there was there kind was of... The Tales of Planes. Yeah. Yes. And one of them had And they were like, but well, it's just historically accurate. Yeah. And a model. And there was a lot of outcry about that. And they didn't understand it. I think they do now. Yeah. But I guess in Spain, that's just not a thing as it is for a lot of Europe that went uh, was really upset. So this guy was going to tables and people would say, call a judge and say, that's not cool. And they were like, well, we don't know what we can do about it. Yeah. It's not illegal, you know. And Our rules like, pack didn't cover this. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, so okay. We can't, we can't stop him. Yeah, so people went, right, we're not playing you. And they didn't play him. Um, I actually, I haven't, I can't recall or don't know if it's been reported like what how he did or what he did in tournament that's really kind of irrelevant isn't it yeah yeah it's I mean it's tough because people I mean I'm playing bolt action and I've played against like German lists that have like the swastika flags on like draped over the cars or whatever and I've never felt that those guys are trying to make a statement you know they're just playing they're playing a game they yeah I mean we know the historical game is like the accuracy, that's kind of what they're doing. A lot of them won't take this unit because it was 1946 and this unit was 1939 and they never would have met. And all, you know, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. much that way. So I've played against that and I've been fine because it, it felt like the guy was sort of represent what it would have looked like. But when you've got it on your clothes or this or that, you're rocking up to a 40k tool and it, it, from what I understand, it felt like this guy was like, hey. Look at this. Yeah. He, was, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, so, so G-Dubs like put out a statement um, which a I... slightly stronger statement than the one they did last time. The last, the last one was, you know, blah blah blah. blah you will not be missed, and it was, it was good, but it wasn't. Well, they didn't take a stance necessarily. Well, it was just about like if, like, 
if you're this and this and this, we don't want you in the hobby. Like, we want to be inclusive. That's the new statement. Want... The new statement was... No, the old one was... Well, that was the old one. This one is much more about... the. So this, it sounds like the guy, like people were saying, well, I'm just playing Space Marines who are functionally Space Nazis. That, that was kind of like the vibe. And it's like... Yeah. In pit, like, the, our fictional world is that. It's fictional. It's a horrible place to live. The we're not saying these yeah. are the good guys. This is awful and it's... The point is the Imperium of Man represent all of the worst attributes of humanity <laughs> yeah. dialed up to 11. Yeah, it's like... it's and sat- you shouldn't idolise them. But then again, everything GW produces puts Space Marines out as the guys to, you know, these are the cool guys. You want to... You want these guys. These are our these yeah. are our poster, poster boys. boys. Yeah. So yeah. so there's a because the anti ones are demon worshipping. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, anti establishment rad ass motherfuckers is what they are. They're metal as hell. Chaos is way better. So <laughs> they said if you come to a games workshop event or store and behave yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you come to a games workshop event or store and behave to the contrary, including wearing the symbols of real world hate groups, you'll be asked to leave. We won't let you participate. We won't want your money. We don't want you in the Warhammer community. Cool. It's, an, it's a clear stance. It's them saying, yeah. if you turn up with hate symbols, yeah, but it was get really, out. It was really interesting that the, the tournament runners were like, we were not equipped to deal with this. If we'd like, do we throw him out? Was they, the tournament an official GW tournament? I don't believe so. I don't think those are a thing think, No, I don't think they I don't think the only there's ones no such are thing. at well, Warhammer World. Are they, yeah. 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 But they, like, so is like, even like the LBO not? Uh, there no, isn't. No. Okay. no. None of that is. If it was a fish, it wouldn't be comped. And they're all comped because the game doesn't work. Plain. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think it's like great that they said this. But it's, it's like, oh, what a shame that like they have to say it. And like, yeah. all tournament organisers have to like. I'm sorry, with that. I'm sorry with the fact that they had to get involved because it doesn't matter what game it is. If, say, for example, it was a smaller company that didn't, didn't hit on their radar and they didn't make a statement about it, it was tough for them. Mm. Like, ultimately, it's the person that runs the venue, runs the event. It's tough it, because it, that, that's not a, a statement as to what you should I do. I think like, it's also like it, it, it's, it's not it, something like that. It's pretty fucking trivial. What I mean though you is know, there's know. there's a growing there's a growing um, sort of realization I think in the 40k community and I think the wargaming community in general that there is more there's more hatred and um, what's the word I'm looking for. Don't know. Racism, I guess, just like bubbling under the surface, than you would expect. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know a lot of it is is online, and we can say, well, you know, you get more of that online than you do in real life. But the point is, it is there, and I think this at least does a little bit to address that. That's fine, but I'm talking about literally what he was wearing, like, right. or 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 beliefs. It'd be the same thing. If instead of wearing something, he said something at the event. Mm. Ignore it being a tournament. Put it a salute. Like the Wallers wouldn't have dealt. With, they wouldn't have had it. No. If, they, if someone had done it, they would have kicked someone out for it. Well, forgetting the time they accidentally invited <laughs> neo-Nazis to salute. I think, look. That was hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> Hit the youth. They did not know. Brilliant. Okay, probably the bad example is only because we were talking about <laughs> salute. But what, I'm, what I more mean is, like, you go to, here you go, Broadside Gaming, or the other one that we did, the Folkestone one, right? They're not going to tolerate just pe- people like that. So where the, the, the difficulty I understand from... Spain where they have it if it's not illegal how do they deal with it mm. but again Spartans someone okay. came to the club and was acting like a prick we would just get rid of them yeah. there's no oh, I don't know what to do because it's a tournament it, it should have been the tournament paid, guys, paid, yeah. if someone had paid money to an event and then they'd turn up at the Spartans and been a prick I'd have given them money back and kicked them out sure just just to point I the purpose I've paid easy, the beer I've done them whatever I think it's out. easier said than done though because what mm. happens if that person's like I'm not going to go 
do we just call the cops? And the cops say, why? And I'm like, because we, we don't like them. Like, I think it is harder. It's very easy to say and hard to do. And I agree with your sentiment. I'd like to think we could get them out. Or you just boycott him then. You just turn around to him and say, fine, you're not going to play him. Yeah. Leave the glass True. down in there. Boy, if if, if the person's today. going Give to be a... Give him the buy every round. Huh? Give him the buy every round. Yeah, oh, no, sorry, oh you won the event, well done. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, it's not really like in our sphere, but it's just such an interesting sort of thing I thought we should but mention. Cre- credit for them to put out a statement, but... Yeah. I'd like again, flip that on the say for example you'd have gone to one of what's the little game that you're gonna play that's just Takure. come out. Takure. Yeah. They had their world championships like, they did. Yeah. Like, for there example, was a lot of people in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture. <laughs> it's like why weren't we there? For, for example then, would they have then had the time or the money or the capacity to be able to actually think how they're gonna put out a statement, blah 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 blah. I don't think so. So no. Um other G Dub news, they had a sewer leak this week or last week. Oh, yeah, they said it was well, the sewer leak was collapse, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it collapsed, yeah. <laughs> the like, bomb part of the toilet. There was an event on the like so people there on the Saturday I think and on the Sunday they were like, the world. You, yeah, it was like it's cancelled. People were like, What? I have travelled all the way for this event and at the time people just went, Oh, it's COVID. Because why else would you close it? Yeah. Like, no, no, the sewers collapsed, the road shut, no one could come near it. Health hazard. So awesome. of course all they're like, Oh, it's Papa Nurgle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the first person to think of it. 98 posts of Papa Nurgle later. Um, Papa Nurgle took a shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was, but apparently... Uh, I would have got with Skaven tunnelling under. Maybe. I think they said they're going to be back, the repairs have gone well and they might be back on track for Monday, so that's good. Back on crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, sticking right back in the news, sticking with uh, G-dubs, today's Dungeon Bowl comes out. Yeah. Dungeon Bowl? Yeah, Dungeon Bowl. So, Blood Bowl, played in a dungeon. I could have figured so, that out myself, shouldn't I, really? Yeah, yeah but... You should know. Really have put, I should have really put two and So you've got your tiles, like dungeon tiles, oh, ally your Warhammer quests and hero quests and all that, and you place it around, and then it's like, the ball is in a chest. You run around, find where the ball is. Once you've opened the chest and found where the ball is... The game You starts? score. Oh. You've got to try and get into, like, the room to score. Oh, my God. So it's quite fun. Um, I haven't bought it. I think some of the guys at the club are because weirdly the Spartans is like functionally a Blood Bowl club. Fucking mad for Blood Bowl. A bunch. So I was talking. I went on Wednesday. Didn't play a game. I just went and chatted. And a bunch of guys have come from other clubs because it feels like we might be in the middle of like London guys and Surrey guys and Mm. and um, there's some guys like Buckingham and stuff. And it's easy to get around the M25 or whatever. Yeah. And some of them are like pretty serious. I had a mini discussion with one guy who was like, oh yeah, I play Blood Bowl competitive. Like, Blood Bowl's oh, not God. a competitive game. It's not, not a competitive not, game. Not this and, again. Hey, look, it's really good. I like it when you start a conversation with someone and within three minutes you find out they're an idiot because that no, way you know this guy's to like, the rest of the conversation. He's a real nice, you know to use small words. Real nice guy. Real nice guy. <laughs> I really enjoy I'm chatting kidding. with him. I'm kidding. So, and he's, re- you know, he's good at Blood Bowl. Yeah, so I'm re- I'm actually really because I like but he can still roll a one like anyone else and that exactly game. and that was exactly what I said to him pretty much wow you've you've got all these great tactics that's well, really good you say there's a one in six chance any, it doesn't matter any game with RNG is not competitive well it, exactly and that was our discussion da, 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 da. and I'm not that's not the discussion we're having now the discussion we're having now is uh, I'm looking forward to playing some Blood Bowl and because it's apparently a bad team at the moment I'm going Wood Elves because no one likes. There's no one's playing those at the club, and everyone says that agility teams are rubbish. So I'm going Wood Elves. And in all my time of playing Blood Bowl, I've never actually played an Elven team. So there you go. I'm going to do that. Um, but yeah, Dungeon Bowl is out. Cool. See how it goes. Um, night models. I had to mention night models. <laughs> did you buy them, Dyson? Did you buy them? Dyson, did you buy them? Fucking night models. Wait, night models, not the knights. 
No, is it the night, night models the, because of the new? That's next. That's next. I'm Com- with you. A company called I Night thought, Models. I thought because we were talking about GW stuff, you might do the next GW thing. Stay in any way logical. Fine, we'll talk about the night models. Not for Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah, um, after you, Matthew, because I'm not across this in the way that you guys were it's talking about. It's the it's small 25 millimeter base night armagers for 32 quid for three, and it's made Dyson angry. <laughs> they, they are expensive for what they, they are, are but it's, it's Adeptus Titanicus. When we bought that box for 200 pounds and got something like 12 models, we realised we were not buying a cheap game. Yeah, like it's they are very the, the models are when I was when I even started painting some of them they're all beautiful I've not seen a bad one of them no. yet they're so fantastically detailed they are they well are expensive, expensive for three models though <laughs> yeah I think they are but again go outside of the Games Workshop range and buy a boutique model and it's but the thing is it's yeah. not a lump like the ones that people say oh look at this comparable to this that's actually like one cast whereas this is a, like a little kit or whatever yeah, yeah. No, not that, just that like comparing two models next to each other congratulations go back to the Warhammer Fantasy days or the Lord of the Rings days of £20 for 24 men just because the model is the same size doesn't mean it costs the same to no, produce. No, exactly, no, exactly. exactly. But I, um, Titanicus is one of the games I really wanted to Play get into more. and I have not got into. So, you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, night models. <laughs> night models. I love them and I hate them so much. <laughs> Their customer service is awful. Their communication is awful. But I have to say it's getting better. I keep forgetting they even exist. Yeah. Um they don't support the games they make. Uh, they were meant to have a big Kickstarter they recently. They barely make the games they make. Yeah, they were meant to have a big Kickstarter recently. And fair play to them. The, one of the main guys who was doing that game got ill with COVID quite badly. And they said, look, we, we're not going to run it without him. So we're going to hold fire. And it's one where you play the bad guys trying to get out of Arkham. And Batman is the boogeyman monster of the game who's trying to stop you. Which I think sounds really fun. And the game, the models are really sweet. Um, but we, you know, the Harry Potter game is progressive but I bought that because it was Harry Potter and then when they actually released like, the how to play videos and stuff it was like this is awful and they have actually changed it it all because it all came down to like you were collecting cards for this snitch so once you caught the gold well, once the golden snitch card Sorry, came out this is the Quidditch game not the Harry Potter game sorry the Quidditch game once right. the, yeah once the when, when they were demoing it and stuff you have a deck of cards and when you do actions and a card comes out once the snitch card comes out the game stops so it could stop almost straight away and then you move on to a side track of the board where you play the cards you've got and you go right I move forward two or back one but there was literally no point to it because you just looked at your cards and went well I go forward eight and back three for a total of five you go forward nine and back six total of three I, I went you know there was literally no point to that game and I think they Changed it, and I actually, which is good. So I'm looking forward to seeing how things. It's good to know that they solve the fact that they're idiots at least marginally. Yeah, that's um, really fucking dumb. It doesn't make it didn't make any sense, but um, hopefully, their their communications got better. Their Facebook postings got better. People are saying their customer services got better. People say a lot of things. Talk is cheap. Their games got better. That I don't know. All I can say is their models are still lovely. And I mean, can't fall back. It was Black Friday, and they did the usual where it costs. I don't know. Let's say it costs 60 euros and then they do a Black Friday sale and suddenly it costs 80 euros. But that's 60. No, it's just less than 60. They're such cheeky fucks. But they do do nice Black Friday exclusives. So there's the Bane Breaking Batman's Back and there's Heavy Metal Batman. Breaking Batman, that was the sequel, wasn't it? And Heavy heavy Metal Batman is great from the Heavy Metal thing. So it's Batman with an electric guitar looking like a badass. Nice. Um, And I bought... Can they do a Lego Batman one? I don't know. And I bought um, <laughs> uh, 
Voldemort and Wormtail, so just as Vol- uh, it's going to drop Voldemort into the cauldron, because I thought that'd be good to paint. Just him going, eh, and the yeah. little creepy baby going, eh. And I bought the Batman who laughs, because that's just fun. And then if there was a thing about, if you spend 100, you get a free Alfred the Butler, or if you spend 100, you get a free Hermione. And people assumed that it was like, if you spend on Batman, you get Alfred. If you spend on Hermione, you, that's like Harry Potter, you get Hermione. And that wasn't the case, was it? Well, no. So I, <laughs> if I, you spend on Batman, you get Hermione. If you buy, if you buy, like that's Harry what happened Potter, with me. You get. But, um, and then I, I added one thing, and then suddenly <laughs> I got both, and I was like, well, I've got, I've got both, and there was a whole. So I completed my order, and a whole bunch of people on the page going, "This is ridiculous." I'm a Harry Potter player, and I've bought all the models that you've ever released, and you've done the new releases, and it doesn't equal a hundred pounds. What can I buy? to get Hermione and I really want Hermione <laughs> guess then, I better buy a Bane yeah and it was it was basically <laughs> that people were like I'm having to buy this shit I don't so know so I've got I've got um, I've got Minerva McGonagall I've got Albus Dumbledore and I've got Bane yeah <laughs> that's Bane Harry over the knee <laughs> I feel confident in this match that sounds like Bane's about that, to go to town that on sounds Mr. like Potter. fan fiction yeah. that I can't read I want to write. Please write in to robertpodcast at gmail.com with your fan fiction story about being fucking Harry Potter. Oh dear. Bonus points. Oh, oh five, burger time. Dear listener, we did not warn you, but we've ordered five guys and it's just turned up. Uh, They've just turned up. <laughs> I, so, night models, I just can't quit you. Oh my gosh, they're going to roll that ring our doorbell. Huh? No, it's my doorbell is aggressive. Oh. We're back. Uh, from some of the most sensible ordering Roll Better has ever done. Which is, yeah, these people, no time has passed. It's crazy. We're basically just creating some kind of like time. Device. I know, right? Um, so we ordered five guys. Uh, only four of them turned up. <laughs> Where was Jose? I specifically requested him. <laughs> I got a grilled cheese sandwich as an extra. Can he be Yeah, Jose? they're jumping up. But it was burgers and milkshakes all round. And I've got to say, they travelled marvellously and it was fantastic. We didn't get chips just in case we eat dinner later. But, um... Great. Yes, Five Guys was brunch. Yeah, even though it's five o'clock. Um, I just think that was sensible. I don't think we're heavy. Fair I don't enough. think we're slowed down. I mean, I'm cause... heavy. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you're fair enough. Okay. None of us are light. You say that, right? So this is quite, I mean, complete complete tangent. At work sure. at the moment, we're uh, hiring access equipment. So like lifts to get people up to the ceiling to be able to hang stuff from. On the little side, it's got the pictures of what people, like what weights you're allowed to put in this thing. Okay. There's a little picture of a little guy in a little hard hat. He's got his little high vis on. And it's got next to it, bloke plus materials. Guess what they've put down as the average weight that they expect a person, a construction worker, to be as a in well, kilo, 90 in, kg. 80 kilos. 80. Yeah. yeah. Spot on. I was thinking from lifts. Yeah. 80, 80, yeah. 80 kilograms. Kilo we all sat around with these two lifts set up. I've got 32 what? blokes on site. I worked out three of them are 80 kilograms. <laughs> Welcome to Twink <laughs> Construction. <laughs> Here at Twink Construction. <laughs> 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 we were all laughing about it. I, I thought it was quite it was quite uh, apt. Hmm. Welcome to Catboy Logistics. <laughs> Matt, Matt found his own joke so funny he is now incapable of it to be fair I think it's probably because Matt's the only person who would be able to get on the lifts I, like fuck I would mate I'm in the I'm thinking in the low 90s to clarify you forced my hand now what the fuck is a cat boy it's exactly what you think what it do is. you think it is what's a bunny girl a girl that dresses like a bunny a girl that's like part bunny 
Either or. No, I'm sorry. It's like Bunny a two, goes on part It's like Bunny. a two on the furry scale. Bunny, Bunny Girls were famously at the Playboy Mansion and had the wit. Uh, oh, okay, okay, that, okay, So okay, I'm okay. not going to accept that I've just spilled the cat Cowboy has cat ears at a tail. <laughs> His cat ears at a tail, obviously. Okay. Fuck don't, don't fuck with Barry and his buddy girls, alright? Look, he's being passionate about it, he's knocking coke fucking everywhere. Oh. Cola I mean, for everybody. Listen, Hugh, God rest his soul, would not be happy about that. Hugh didn't know what he was missing. Anyway, <laughs> was a mistake. <laughs> Every day we expect further from God. <laughs> and on that note. I was going to say, again, the most unlikely people to be on a construction site. Probably the cat boys. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, the wrecking balls are basically just one giant, like, fascinating thing. I was thinking cats. just cat boys swatting at wrecking balls. <laughs> like, getting, just dragging their hands down scaffolding. Like... <laughs> There's a asbestos in the scratching post. Just on their backs playing with hard hats in the sky. <laughs> what are we talking about? I was trying to talk about I- Infinity Tag Raid. There's cat girls in that, not cat boys. Yeah, what it's a great people. segue. You're um, welcome. A natural segue. So, Infinity Tag Raid, I'm just looking at some bits. Of oh yeah. It's got a new um, new boss, right? Oh, before we move off of um, hobby and stuff, back right last tangent. Did you actually see the winning model of the best painter? So no, I didn't. It Was fantastic. What was it? It was Andy Wardle's Woodman. Well, um, a Andy Wardle. Yeah, so it was Andy could, Wardle. Oh my God, who would have predicted that Andy Wardle won? <laughs> well, no, he didn't. Remember the title last year? There was Gray. a whole kerfuffle. Yeah, Richard Gray won it two two times before. Not Richard two times. Richard Gray's my favourite. I just Andy won it last. So good. Andy won it the last one we went to, but the one prior to that was Richard Gray with that outstanding. I um, Richard Gray's the one with the the, the cursed photo the picture of himself, right? That's how, <laughs> yes. that's how his painting's Perfect. so good. Now, do you remember Andy Wardle had like a, an argument with the painters with his Magnus the Red with Paul? Like he was like, "Why is my Magnus the Red not one?" <laughs> and he was like, "Well, you know, as a judging panel, we didn't feel that this was best and this didn't fit with this." It was like, and he had like the whole cult round him. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. What a painting? I mean, no, you know, I remember thinking, are you sure that that wasn't Warhammer World? No, whatever. Well, wasn't that the 30k weekend? I that? would bet you dollars to donuts, which isn't a lot because I don't eat donuts. donuts. But okay. let's just pull right now and he'll go. So yeah. you get you get the dollars of you, and he gets the donuts. Correct. Um, no, no, hold on. I'm not willing to take the bet. I remember. I remember the argument. <laughs> whoa, whoa, There's donuts whoa, whoa, whoa. on the line. But let's have a look. Oh wow! Well, that's, I mean, it's beautiful, right? Yeah. Not that good though, is it? It's not first place. Lovely. It's no, this really. one is. This one won. Mm. Beautiful. I should take it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Oh, oh that is sick. Yeah, pretty good. I like the bloop, the bloop. In the water. We were like really busy at Salute, which we're going to get onto in a minute. I mm. didn't really, I take the, the, I didn't fully appreciate the painting competition. I didn't. Well, I think busy. it was because we weren't at full um, group. Because normally we'd have had people that would put stuff in. Yeah, we were. Like si, we si, were if Sai was there, we would have spent a bit yeah. of time there. Do you know what I mean? We had different squad goals. Yeah. Um. Squad goal. Right. So. What's next on the docket, Baz? I want to discuss Infinity Tag Raid. Okay. Because it finished but since we've been recording. It only run it for two weeks. Um, it's finished. It did really well. They wanted 100,000 euros. They got 420,000 euros. That's a lot. But what I want, one thing I want to say is it only got 2,267 backers. Whereas Infinity Defiance um, had 5,303 backers and got over a million. Now, 
Tag raid was not a wi- as wide an appeal though. And this has this and has this to be it. And it's a game in general. This has to be it. It's a very but small. It, I just it's found it a combat game, isn't it? So yeah. So I just found it interesting as a war gamer. It felt like Infinity Defiance had an awful lot of people bought it. They didn't give a fuck about the game or the dungeon crawl. They cared that they were getting models that weren't released in the main game yet, like a whole that alt sculpt for this, alt sculpt for that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And people went in on it. Um, and from what I can see, loads of people were selling it straight away, like it was up on eBay. Like the, the, the packs, the basically was going for double, like the packs, but not, not the whole thing, but like this has the O12 in it. This has the alt ninja or whatever. And people were like been making bank on it. Um, and I thought, because people missed out, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd had that. They would have gone on tag raid. And they did do some weird stuff towards the end of the campaign where they spent, here's all these alt models and we're releasing all these rules so you can use all these weird prospectors, miners, engineers. In Infinity. In Infinity. I was listening to Minecast and they were saying that apparently the document's coming out in April but we're not getting our models till at the earliest of November. <sighs> so you're going to have all these rules to use these models that no one owns. Proxies. Yeah, it just it just feels a bit weird. Well, and it also doesn't feel very Infinity. No, it just feels a bit weird. But um, I I like it. Um, they've done the Van Zant model, which everyone wanted. You know him leaping with the axe. Yes. Because you've got the Fire dragon shot, model. Fire. Yes, you've got the dragon model, and now you've got Van Zant. So that's really exciting. But it, it did really well. And I have to be honest, I didn't blink about um, backing it. I just thought this is really cool, and I have stopped doing. This is my first Kickstarter for a long time. Tag raid, we're talking about. Yes, that. tag raid. Cool. Uh, I, I backed Defiance as well, but. Um, yeah, so I was just like intro away, but it's, I've been really interested listening to people on podcasts and just discords and things. Like the amount of people that are like I love Infinity, but I haven't backed it, and I don't know if it's I don't think the time where like people were like oh I backed Defiance and I didn't get it for nearly two years, or people are just being a bit smarter. I don't know what's going. But on. But it's a different kind of appeal to Infinity. Infinity has the whole cyberpunk aesthetic and it's combat in urban environments. And sure. It's, it's it's you know it's it's elite teams uh, representing their nations fighting against each other in covert ops and mm. and you know intense combat. This is four robots beating up a worm. <laughs> yeah, or dragon, which or is tiger. niche porn, but it's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, I I take your point. That that's fair, um, and I think it's m- far more beer and pretzels than defiance. Defiance is more campaigning. Let's play it over a few weeks. Yeah. Whereas this is roll and throw down, and it looks fun. Um, it looks like a fun little game, yeah. but I, I think the appeal for it is a lot narrower, and even the reason it even got nearly 3,000 backers is because it's got Infinity's name on it. Yeah. Um, or 2,267. If it didn't say um, Corvus Belly on the side, you've got very few backers for that, because okay. it's not a genuinely innovative, brand new idea, is it? An oh, arena okay, combat game. Well, the reason that I sort of want to bring attention I'm a little I just don't want them to stop doing it because like if the one took 1.1 or 4 whatever it was million and this one's like under half what that did I don't want them to be like oh maybe we don't maybe this isn't for us yeah that's what worries me I would hate for that to be the case Um, because I want more of more of their stuff they've sort of hinted before they might do a racing game they've hinted like people have said we want you to do some sort of mass battle game there's talk what I I, but I don't know about an Infinity Mass Battle game. It would have to be different rule set, but like yeah. Corvus Belly in charge of it. That's the key. I could see it. I could see um, it. And let's so. remember, they started at 15 mil. So what if they went and did a Mass Battle 15 mil Infinity game? I would love that. Um, no. 
I don't think. Oh, not for you, James. It's the wrong scale for Infinity. Just because the models can't be as nice? No, because, like, I think I've said it before about uh, stuff in, like, the 40k, like, aesthetic. I either want to really care about my people or absolutely right. throw away hundreds of them at a time. Hmm. And Infinity just doesn't seem like the setting where you get, like, mass battles. I, According to the fluff you do... Do you? do you? Yeah, I believe so. I'm I sure. thought it was relatively small, like... I think it's like most modern conflicts in that you have deployments of hundreds, you know, thousands of troops, but the actual individual battles are on quite a small scale compared to, no, you know, know. To compared to things like World War Two, that kind of thing. Maybe I'm going to look, look into this. Look into the fluff. Because there's not... There's, there's a lot of fluff. We've got a lot of background books. We've got a lot of this. We've got the mangas. Um, Still waiting on that last bit from the RPG so I can build my own tags. Yeah. That are, that's, I have to say, just on that, I haven't talked about that, but we backed that. It took, what, six years to get anything? Yeah. Just um, a book. And they haven't finished yet. It sounded like there was a lot of backing and forthing between Medifia. It was Medifius, Medifius isn't yeah. it? Medifius and Corvus Belli about, yeah, here's they, our book, and then here are the changes you need to make. And, and we made the changes. Now make more changes. So a lot of the stuff's now defunct because the game's moved on and they've moved the... The game on about five years or something. Yeah, yeah. So like these factions don't exist, but they're in the roleplay because the roleplay was six years ago. Um, and it got to the point there was this one day on Facebook. I can't remember who it was. Someone posted and went, um, "Like, is this? Am I still getting this?" And loads of people, including me, jumped on and were like, "Literally, give zero fucks about this. I cared about it six years ago. I don't care about it now." And so, like two hours later, Modifius came out. And we're like, "Right, um, we've decided we're going to send everything we've got out, out." Because they've got some bits ready, but I didn't do the split shipping. So you had your yeah. Because you could pay. They said there's going to be three waves, uh, four waves, I think, and you could pay for split shipping mm. if you wanted your stuff as the waves happened, or if you didn't, then you could have all your stuff at the end. But there seemed to be such a negative feeling about who gives a fuck about this anymore that they were like, right, we need to do something. So they tried to send some bits out to appease the courage for wave one and two. Or something. And I got it, and I opened it, and went, yep, some books, and I've put it on the floor, and I haven't looked at it since. <laughs> Have you read them back to back? Most of them. I've read most of the stuff I care about back to back. I will. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give them a Like in the last wave, we got the uh, Toa books. I read that. Nice. Because I like my artichokes. Yeah, I'm going to, I didn't order everything. I, I, did you? I order? did, yeah. Right, I didn't. I, I ordered shock. all uh, book content. So I didn't order some of the special models and the dice. No. I, but I no. got all gameplay content. I don't like Infinity. The Infinity dice I really don't like. And they've got a new thing coming up where... They keep partnering with people and it doesn't go well. Like all these metal dice coming. Oh, I saw out. the metal dice. I, I like don't them. I don't like metal dice. Did you see they did that statuette a little while ago? No. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, it looks incredible. And it was um so it was one of the Shanji, and it's the same sculpt as the Shanji that came out in the box, I think. And everyone was like, Oh my god, this is crazy. And it came out and it wasn't a model kit. It was like a little plastic statue with LED lights for eyes. <laughs> and the community went, No one wants this. And they put it up on Kickstarter and we were like, what are you? but we thought this was like large-scale resin model kits or something. And I'm like, no, no stress here. It's all pre-made. You just buy the model kit. And everyone was like, can you do versions that aren't paint, like, just grey? Because we just want to paint it. We don't want it. And they were like, no. And they came out and they said, it's actually part of the deal we've got with Corvus Belly. We can't release them like that. We have to release them as they are. And everyone went, we don't want it. And they went, but no, you could just spray it grey and then paint it. And everyone went, no. Shut up. <laughs> and it got cancelled after like five minutes. Um, and we've not heard of it since. <laughs> and they were like, they spent a lot of money on, here's the prototypes. And like, look, 
everyone's going to love this. And when they were showing these sculpts, because at the time we hadn't seen that sculpt as a model, and it was obviously a larger scale, everyone was losing their fucking minds. And when it came out, it was just like a tatty bit of like plastic. Do you know how those meeting rooms were going as well? That guy's like, I've got a great idea. Yeah. Go, oh, this is going to be fantastic. They release it and then idea. that next meeting they were going, <laughs> yeah. explain yourself. <laughs> but it was weird. As soon as it went, oh, the eyes light up, everyone went, oh, it's <laughs> like, I buy this on Wish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's this? <laughs> Tat. <laughs> but um, yeah, we didn't hear it from that again. But um, yeah, that was on the side. Um, other things that came out, which is gonna, it's is a link here, guys. Link. We got our LED packs. Bushido, oh, Bushido dice packs came in. Yes. Uh, and they're really lovely dice. I mean, dice are dice, but we thoroughly enjoyed them playing yesterday, yeah. didn't we? Um, but the the is this one that was on show in the stands when we? Yeah. Then one of the nicest things about it is each dice pack has on the back of it new artwork for models we do not have yet. Except one, I think there's the, the syndicate. Um, the uh, Silver Moon Trade Syndicate. You. you, we already have the model. Yeah, all the others was brand new art, and I think they posted up saying that they've had this art for like two years, and just they just finally got to show for it. Time to use it. For me, there was the um, the Pirates of Yung have a guy who's got a cannon on his shoulder. Looking forward to that. Um, the ninja the, one has on the back of this one, Barry. Yeah. Because you like these guys, right? I hate those skeletons. Yeah, they, yeah. They're so fucking difficult and underpointed and the game's broken because of skeletons. <laughs> um, Moon Lion is the beast on the back of the ninja pack, which I just think is great. Classically stealthy. Yeah. Could we have bought them? They were in the... They were in no, the... they weren't for sale. Oh. Now, no. I, and I wanted... They, had, a, they had one of each to show. Hmm. Well, I'll mention that now rather than in the salute bit, but they made the decision... This conversation we had with them. Yeah, so yeah. they were meant to be... Uh, on sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff had gone wrong in terms of a delivery. It stuff didn't turn up. They could not send out the pre-orders, and we were speaking to Gordon of GCT, and he was very clear that it was not right. Is that what the G stands for? I think so. Gordon, cool times. Toys. <laughs> Toys. Yeah. But it was very clear that he was not going to sell them to a bunch of people at Salute when he hadn't been able to sell them to the send them out to the pre-order guys. And the new I model. That. Yeah, yeah mate, honestly, we can't tell him we're going to fill our pre-orders. Yeah, we we had just a lovely chat with him. He we're was a really cool dude. Yeah, we're going to come on to that. Yeah, yeah. I felt we kind of monopolised him for a good twenty minutes, me and you. Yeah, and it was a bit of a problem because other people wanted to talk. Well, no one All knew right. what the fuck was going on on that stall. Literally, but the other people running it were desperately running it over to him every two minutes, going, "Can we do this? Can we? Tell- and, where's this?" And he was just telling us, and we'd, we'd be like. We're not letting you go. You've got to talk <laughs> yeah. to us. But the so fact is, he, he was like, I'm not really a salesman. I don't know how to do this. And it was just a bit of a shambles, but a fun shambles. It was yeah, a fun yeah. shambles. Um, but we'll get... Oh, I just threw my pen at Matthew. Ow! Um, have you Listen been as well. Work? Yeah. Um, but we'll come on to that. Um, so, yeah. The dice packs are nice. Models are nice. Just really enjoying Bushido releases. Yeah. Um, Barry, I'm not interested in the Bushido Ginjal. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> it's like got a, him. Before and after crack addict pictures. Yeah. Y'all got any more of them samurai boys? <laughs> Just scratch no, That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm missing one. So oh, I well. can't order my box. Let's talk about oh, that yeah. very briefly. Are we getting into salute? Should we well, just get into salute? What just you... on Dan's, Dan's point, which he may have been alluding to because we discussed it yesterday. But it was at salute, wasn't it? So? He was at salute. Um, he's going to be the penny to our Big Bang guys. We're going to do all our exposition to Dan. 
But the back of the Shiho box. Yes. So the art came out and everyone who supports a faction was like, I love the art for my faction. Except the Shiho guys that were like, so we're the samurai faction. With the samurai wolf faction, with the like, the Ronin and Cub faction, and you've given us a Sikh. Yeah, but they're also the faction. Oh, okay, I'm no. going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'll so, wait. and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." So I thought it might be. He a looks kick ass. He looks cool, and I was like, "That's like a Brotherhood model." But yeah, okay, fine. If it's not the model I'd have chosen for Shiho, but cool. And they went on the Discord, and it turned into and the biggest shit show on Discord I've seen since our Ninja Side Eye technique, <sighs> which we still, which we haven't talked about. We'll, we'll talk about we'll that. Discuss later. briefly. Um. Oh, it was unbelievable to the point where I think Master Enos had to go on and just absolutely delete, delete, shut, delete, tidy shut it down. all up. Because and now it's like, oh, people are like, oh no, I didn't mean that. Like, I'm not a racist. Don't don't like. I'm not a racist, but no, no, it was like. <laughs> but I, I the point. No one's first choice for a faction that was like samurai that fought in the Dragon Wars and you know and all this would have been this guy. And they were like, surely it's a Brotherhood model, and it's like, no, it's a Shiho faction model. Yeah, you're telling me off, but it's fine. Oh, hold on. What? You, what, what? Hold up. Hold the line caller. Something's happened. I can finally order my Ito box. Oh, they the model's got in... got the model. Yes. It's in stock. Sorry, I just checked. Because that's what I'm saying with, I can't order my samurai yet. Yeah, we were trying to order Sorry. model, get models for... Dan I'm spending money as we speak. Oh, huzzah. I'm watching him do um, I need things if you want to split the postage. Too late. <laughs> can I go back? Can I go back? Or is it too late? It's too late. It's a quick security check. I can pack out the security check. It's no, fine. just keep going. Keep going. It's fine. It's fine. Postage is minimal. It's fine. It's fine. He's up. It's fine. Um, we'll work out later. I want two packs of the dogs and the. I'm alpha. gonna wait until afterwards. Okay, fine. But what if it goes out of stock? Just buy it, please. Just buy it. I'm so scared that I. <laughs> that it, so it goes out of stock while we're talking. Make this it is so. me embarrassed, motherfucker. <laughs> just make it so. I don't 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 buy my dog. Just buy your things. Okay, it's fine. And now I wanna buy your dog. Nice. Um, so the Discord, yeah, exploded. It was re- it was bad for the because you don't really see this sort of stuff on that Discord. And it wasn't people being like racist. It was just like I hate this model. They weren't being racist. They were just saying I don't. It doesn't fit with the yeah. And the, then some of the green the... names because it's such a small company and stuff. People do. It's not like someone they did take it a little personal. It's like but we think it's good. Like they know more than we do, obviously, about the the ongoing story. I think it's a small community, so everyone takes it very personally. Yeah, we saw this with GB, man. The thing is, I think it's a really sick model, and yes, well, it, do- it does. not work. We haven't seen the model yet. True. It, do- it yeah, it doesn't look like the other, you know, cloaked samurai sneaky boys, but it I looks said, really cool. I said to Dan, it reminds me. of... Oh, spoiler alert for Game of Thrones. But if you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. Um, I mean, you're not missing out on anything. No, I said to Dan, like in the way that. There was that meme going around of uh, when Jamie and Cersei died, and there was like the list, and it was like 282nd on the list of gets killed by falling rocks, and like what a stupid end. Rocks fall, everyone dies. If you'd gone, here's a list of things you want for the Shiho faction. I think like Sikh warrior with blades type thing would have been very far down that list. Maybe it is racist then. I don't think it is. I don't think it fits the faction. If they said he's a Ronin, I'm not being serious. I mean, they can, they probably have sight of like a theme that's coming like in two exactly. years time. Like, oh, this is a plot. Exactly. It's or, gonna or have it's ten like, on it, and or it's yeah. like uh, this is the like this is the like shamanistic leader guy who helped Hiroto get back on the road. Yeah, but then to, he should like, be Brotherhood. To, I don't think he should be in Shiho. 
No, and because maybe he's discussion. like he's like a retainer of Hiroto now. He's not. He's actually. Like, I don't know. Yeah, well, we had that in um, Guild Wars as well, didn't we? There was models that when we looked at went, this doesn't fit. Yeah. And then later on down the line, when like a box came out, we were like, oh, it fits the box. Yeah. So let, let's. I mean, not being funny, I'm just consuming Bushido's order. Oh, you have ordered. Yes. So what did you order? The theme? The Lords of Easy Box and dice. Please. Thank you. So I too will have more yeah, white dice. It was quite fun because we spent a while... Well, well, so, foreshadowing. Yeah. Salute. Yeah. We get there. So, salute was great. It was. I had a great time. I had a lovely time, time with you Lovely friends. time with you guys. So we, we rocked up. Um, Queue up. And they were like social distancing in the queue because normally you're... Normally that queue, that queue is normally it's wall to wall. It's wall to wall, and then I make a calculation on how many inside curves you get relative to the door, and the more and you position it, accordingly. Exactly, Correct. but there was none of that. It was pretty much single file down the velvet rope and spreading out, which I thought, oh, that's cool. And, and then when they realised that after five seconds, you physically couldn't put any more people in that queue. They were like, come on in, squash up, squash up. And it was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, missing the memo. We're just forgetting. Yeah, it's 9.30, COVID is off until noon. Yeah, Let's that, go. That is how it felt. And I'll, look, I put my hand up. I I felt very normal when I was there. Um, I felt bad later. I didn't, like, the three of us didn't wear masks. We all had masks in our pockets. We yes. didn't wear them. I'd say, like, 95% of people were not wearing masks. Yeah. Um, I didn't get COVID because I've been PCR'd a few times since then, but I've really felt bad about it later. And that's obviously just where we are, man. But at the time, I felt absolutely normal. I felt absolutely cool for doing it. I think because, and I recognise people can just give in a blank test as for this, but because you yeah. had to, you had to put in a test result to say that you were negative. Or, or no, you didn't. And have you, to, you didn't just have say you're vaccinated. You, yeah, and but you also you, you had to, uh, yeah, show that you were double double jabbed. Yeah. Um, which is not a guarantee we all know. No, it is but... not. I accept that. But it's then you're in a big open hall, not a small cramped space. This was my thing as well. I think I said it to you when we were there. If it had been, you were like, I mean, look where the ceiling is a fucking salute, man. Like in terms of open you air. You almost can't <laughs> see it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You might like, as well be outside. You're, you're standing in a factory warehouse space like style of openness. It's not like we're yeah. sitting in someone's front room all trying to cram in and then, then when the doors are shut... We're and the footfall was there. far fewer. Well, not far there fewer. Were, there fewer. were less people, yeah. Less. Fewer. It, yeah, fewer! Fewer people. There were fewer people. It was, Thank you. It was fewer people, but... Um, I think I should be bad about it later. Like, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, now, what, it, what? This is what I was. But yeah, this is what I, I bring up. Say, so I didn't feel it, but I did feel bad later because um, a photo was taken that we were in. We didn't know we were the four of us were in that photo, and we were in every single photo that was taken. <laughs> salute that day, just in the background of us, just like oh. <laughs> but I mean, Rich, they, they follow the cookies around. We know this. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Rich Beard uh, said, "Oh look, roll, roll better boys in." It was one of the GCT guys took a photo of their stand while we were. On. Yeah, and you could see like. Our heads in the and, and like someone went, no masks, unbelievable. And then I was like, oh fuck off. And then I was like, oh no, okay, maybe I should. You like, I should have done. So it's all just I wanted yeah, to address part it. Of me thought like yeah, but uh, I've been I have been wearing a mask prop like in any building I go into that is a public space mm. and at work as well in the lot yeah, of me too. for two years now. And that weekend, it felt like I was okay. Not to. yeah, it felt fine. Like at the time, it, honestly, we got in there. Never crossed my mind. Never occurred to me. It was just like we were just doing normal shit. I don't even want to mention it. Just really because of that. 
photo and that post. I was like, mm, maybe, okay. maybe it was irresponsible, but we'll live with that. No, it wasn't irresponsible at all. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason I say that is, I at work at the moment. You you take you take your choice and you do you use your marks where you see fit. Fun enough. We use it in lifts. We use it in any way where you're queuing for things. Blah blah blah. blah. There was no queues really at Salute. We were no. walking around. You were never going to be bumping shoulder to shoulder with people. Well, or if you were, you were we, waiting for them to make a space. And we were in that picture, and because it was cramped around the GCT stall, which was ah, oh, that's jealous, wasn't there? <laughs> so the point being, so it opened. And I think I'd said to you guys, because no one, you guys didn't really have like an axe to grind particularly, mm-hmm. did you? Nope. And I'd said, right, let's go straight to the uh, GCT store because, listen, I like them, but I'm not going to like white knight this shit. If, if they fuck up, I'm going to say they're going to fuck up. The week before, they had posted going... Oh, this was brilliant. Oh, I man. love this. Oh, I'm, I'm getting a glass now, Dan. You can tell your story, Beth. Oh, there's the corner. Where about time? Uh, around the corner of the kitchen, two glass cabinets. Right. So they posted up. Did you want? They posted up going, I can't remember the exact wording Something now. Something is coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which did pop up in the Discord. But, um, like, working out salute stuff right now. Big reveals, surprises, blah, blah, whatever. And then everyone was like, oh my gosh. And then I posted going, oh, is it this? Is that? Oh my God. And they were like, you'll have to wait for the weekend to see. It was like, wow. And then, of course, it generated hype. It was good. It generated hype. And people were like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be this? And the Discord was like, oh, this is so fun. This is exciting. Da, 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 da. And Saturday, yeah, Saturday came and went. Saturday? Saturday. I'm going to top me up first before you guys steal all my Pepsi Cherry Max. Um, Saturday came and went, and people were like, oh, well, never mind. And I think Rich Alderson, who's winter on the Discord, he's like, who's well into, well into it, was like, the last time they posted up a thing, it was like nine o'clock on a Sunday, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, great! We'll wait for nine o'clock Sunday." And then nine o'clock, nine o'clock comes and goes, nothing's happened. And it was like, "Oh my gosh, what do you think it's going to be?" And then it got to like ten o'clock, and people were like, "Well, there's two hours of the weekend left. <laughs> there's still time. There's still some time." And it was like got closer. It was like someone posted fifty-four minutes, and then it was fourteen minutes. <laughs> And then it got past midnight, and then I posted the tumbleweed gif, just like so nothing. And then the ne- no, no one addressed it, no one, which I thought was bad. No one said anything. And then the next day they were like, uh, "Ask our members of staff for deals on the day." And that was the big reveal. And we did try and find out what the plan was by talking to the people on the store. And as far as we can tell, no one had a plan or knew what it was. I think it's possible their plans were either going to be that the dice were available on the store, mm-hmm. or that they might be and able to reveal about the new box. Maybe, but... Not have it available, obviously. Potentially. But maybe reveal. But the fact that nothing happened and they didn't say, listen, guys, you fucked up, I thought was bad. So we rush in there... We get straight over there, and I'm like, "What's the deal?" And there, there was a young lady on the store. I was like, "Hello, I've been informed by the website to ask you what your great deals and things are." She went, "Ah, ah." She goes, and, and then it was just like, "Right, Barry, just back the fuck off." She's <laughs> yeah. literally just opened yeah. up, and yeah. just, just like, "What's going on? What are the deals? Tell me." She's she like, like, "I have to ask my dad. I don't know anything." <laughs> it was like. Okay, cool, 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 cool. She's just there, like helping run the run the store, well, helping run like till. She's don't even think run the store. I literally think like help, taking um, taking payment. Yeah, 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 exactly. She was Gordon's daughter, as it turned out, and he was rummaging around off somewhere looking at things. So then a fella whose name escapes me, but he's Is on he the Discord. Ben? No, no, no. no that... 
Real, like, real nice guy. Beard guy. Ma- massive cat. beard. He's on the Discord, and I his picture is him taking a selfie of him in with his beard. And he posts up the reveal pictures. He's following the beard like that. He's taking a selfie. You literally know. <laughs> um, and he was there, and we were asking him questions. He was like, uh, I really don't know. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Barry you're asked gonna, questions. You're going to have to wait. Fashion. So then we tried to find Dan's models that you wanted this theme you've we just bought. And we were trying to buy it in separates. The, the Lords of Izu? Lords of Izu. Lords of Izu. Lords of Izu. And it was weird, because like, we were like, have you got this, have you got that? And we, it wasn't arranged, it was arranged sort of by faction. Broadly. Broadly, but some were like three to a peg. and Or some would be like three deep of one model, and then behind them two of another model. Yeah, and we were quite loud, so other people started joining in, and it became like a group hunt for your thing. It was brilliant. It was like it was like the Crystal Maze, only it we was. were looking for Lords of Izu. It was, it was fun. But then we couldn't find that one model. Yeah. And what they were doing was buy at this time, at this time, buying four models and getting the fifth three, right? The yeah. cheapest. Three. Forgive me. Thank you, Matthew. The cheapest. Oh, yes. My fifth one is Ryujin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the box sets, like, yeah, I don't know if they were doing the other boxes, but it was, it was, even though it was good, it was, it was a little, little yeah. bit extra. It was all wholesome fun. And we were working out that it might have worked fun. out fine. So at that time, it was four models, cheapest one, three. Uh, they didn't have that, so Dan said, don't get it. I don't want to do it. If they don't have it, I don't want it, so it's fine. So we bought little bits, but because I was a little down, because it was like, oh, that wasn't the deals, it wasn't this, wasn't, you know, I was hoping they'd be something. But then in the cabinet were these Which two point? new models. Three new models. Three new models. Which we've posted on our page, which I posted to Bushido's page, and I think maybe Rich Beard was nicking and sticking on the Discord. <laughs> nicking and sticking like <laughs> um, uh, and it was the big bear, which can ne- I yeah after mention you. the bear because the Minamoto of my clan yeah love the Minamoto the new guy on the back of the dice pack a lot of people are, are not liking because he doesn't look as heavily armored like he's not wearing a big single piece metallic breastplate he's got this kind of like almost scale armor you know that like mm. segmented armor folded right? pleat. Folded plate, okay. Or was it pleat? I think it was like folded pleat, kind of like. Oh, I thought it was, you know, those, um, like the Mongolians used to have, where it's like small squares of. Um, oh. Right. Uh, it's small square pieces of metal plate sure. sewn onto, like, yeah, a jerkin yeah, yeah. of some kind. Anyway, he looks really cool. He's got a six spear and he's doing this kind of like pose where he's got his hand curled up like that. It does nice look point. like he's got a thumbs up. He it. does look, he's going like. <laughs> like that. He does look like he's going like. He's got his spear and he's going. Oh, I wish. Now I wish we were YouTube. Yeah, just for, so people could see that. I mean, we could post on the picture. Just more, just me going. I loved it. Anyway, um, he looks really sick. Quite hyped for him. I was really hyped for the big bear because I like the little bear. We'd seen the card. They'd been playtesting it. They put it out to the community and said, "What do you think?" Yeah. So we knew it was coming. I'm th- I was thinking Cena, like Cena from Gilball. For those not familiar, <laughs> um, I'm sure there's no one who's not familiar with Gilball that's listening to us. Um, yeah, but that but, one guy that isn't, isn't and he that, thinks you've just referenced John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's this new bear, and it's based on some famous sculpture. We and we only know that because a lot of people went, "I don't really like this." Because I said and, it's kind of meh, and he was just, and then a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it's kind of meh." And I think it was, I think it was Jason, Jason Enos, Enos said, "It's based on, oh, it's based on this." I'm like, "Oh, that makes it a little better," but it's just like it's a okay, it's a freaking giant bear it should be imposing it looks ch- more chill than yogi it does <laughs> is it meant, is it meant to be giant he's well, big he's, he's a big bear yeah. tetsu is the little bears bear. are just big no i i'm kind okay, of it's a all right it's a fucking bear there, right, there you go <laughs> fine 
I am coming down, like, I think, on Matt's side. Um, he just looks chill. Like, if he was in that pose, but his face was roaring or snarling, at least then he looks a little bit imposing. You know what he looks like? He looks like an ursaring. No, 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 no. He looks like, um... Isn't it Kuma from Tekken? Yeah. I thought like you could give him a couple. So I'm looking at him now, and it's a, I think it's a really good sculpt in terms of... It's crisp. Like, clean. it looks like a bear. Like, that's what bears fucking look like when they stand that's up. That's the bear minimum. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise I'd made that joke until I finished it, and then I started laughing before I... <laughs> bear minimum! <laughs> Continue. So I think... Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so don't please Hold like on. as a like it looks accurate but it doesn't look as you it didn't look to me like, like imposing I didn't go no oh that's cool I didn't go whoa I wouldn't, wouldn't it be wrong yeah, I wouldn't like the guy to rock up on me and I I'd be fine if that bear showed up on the battlefield he just wants to cuddle yeah. oh no they've got a bear it's fine he looks and friendly f- for me it <laughs> yeah. would be as simple as changing the face like yeah. I want to see some teeth I want to see going, some grrr yeah I want some tiny uh, tiger winking yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of looking like friendly, he's like, oh, now, now that's a different kind with of With a thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, claw up. Different... Yeah. Now you're fucked. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, d- I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think as like an that exercise... that one in the Revenant that fucked Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> I think as an exercise in sculpting a bear, I think it's great. But as an exercise in yeah. sculpting a model that I think is exciting to play with, I don't feel that oh, I'm getting that. Yeah. A bear that's about to go to battle, no. Yeah. Um, the other two models... We were like, wow, that's cool. And so I asked the bearded... I think I actually asked the girl and she was like, please listen. Talk to my dad. I don't know what's happening. Is it the Hercules bear statue? Is that the one that's referencing? Uh, no, it's a slightly uh, different one. Yeah, they did. it's on the Bushido Facebook page if you oh. want to go look. Yeah, Apologies you're not supposed to. It's literally, it's literally a bear that looks identical to that, but it's cast in bronze or yeah. whatever. Um, so there were the two models in the cabinet that we didn't know what they were. And it wasn't super clear what faction they were for and I was like is that right is, is it prefecture we thought it was young maybe at first yeah, one, of them looked one bit... looks young and one looks prefecture I was like oh, I don't know and the fellow with the beard his name escapes I must look him up nice fella he was like Should I we call can't him tell Gerald you. just so we have a way to refer to him <laughs> like, I can't tell you I can't tell you then <laughs> we asked Gordon <laughs> like, no so then Gordon comes back and his daughter goes oh these chaps have some questions and we're like Hello there. Because <laughs> she was just like, Can please leave me alone, alone, talk to Gordon. Yeah. And he was like, hi. And then I went through the whole Facebook posting and he went, yeah, we we, we got nothing. We got, we yeah, got we messed up. And I was, I was like, what was it going to be? He was like, yeah, I, I don't really know. <laughs> and he was like, he's a really nice guy. And um, it's like, so what about this or that? He goes, listen, guys, I'm not the best salesman. <laughs> I think that's exact, his exact words. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm not, that's just not me. And it's like, I, and I was like, I, I kind of sensed a certain weak link in the secrecy chain. And I was like, can you tell us about these new models? You're like, of course the I can. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they're from the brand new starter set. And we were like, excuse me, what? He's like, brand new starter set. Break it down for us, Gordon. Fucking what now? <laughs> yeah. So we went and had a look at them. Say that like, again into this microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, so resin is this, like, I mean, for me, he was like, yeah, this whole starter set is resin. So this is new. Is this news to you, Dan? It's a resin box. You haven't it's looked a resin, post, have you? It's a, it's a I resin. I vaguely book. saw something about a new star set, and that it was. Yeah, I'm assuming you're going to go onto it. Yeah, I so, didn't see the details. So we don't have loads of these, but functionally, it is 
a 10 model box set. Yep. Five on one side, five on the other of Ronin models. Yes, that's all I saw. So they're all resin because we posted this up and people went, oh, that's obviously pre-production models. And I'm like, like no. No, read the post. The, this box set is a resin box set. The same resin that they made Hitakuchi and Ryujin out of yes. the new, their new resin. Which is lovely. lovely. Very nice. Hitakuchi's a um, great white shark boy. So we talked to Gordon about this and he was saying that a 10 model box set in metal, A, metal's gone up crazy. Massively. Uh, but the weight mm. would be the kick in the dick. Keeping it resin keeps this box down because also in this box you're getting a reprint of the current rule book, not a new rule set. Reprint of the current rule book. Is it a reprint that's been corrected? Well, with all of the errata as per, and he did give us a date, and we were like, ah, so, ah, so it that won't, won't include, include ninja side eye technique. And he was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let me explain. Yeah, and he was like, oh, right, oh, okay. And it was couldn't have been clearer that he was like, please leave me alone. Um, but, but Gordon was a bit afraid. That, the really interesting bit that I think we both found from it was that postage thing. So a lot of the reasons that people have gone to resin is I think it was I think it was for some reason in my mind two point six kilograms something something like that. that. But it's a flat rate up until a point, and then it jumps up drastically. Yeah, and he was like he was like there was no way we could get the metal models to go below below this weight without losing something substantial. But resin meant we could put more in it. Yeah. And he was like, it was just not cost effective to send things out mm. over this weight. Absolutely. Which which we I found really weird. It makes me more interested when people do free shipping. Mm. Just, just, yeah. just, just for me, I just find it interesting. I'm like, the, the thing that <clears throat> slightly annoys me is while FAQs, erratas and, and changes that up to whatever, June this year or whatever it was, will be in they aren't doing a general editor's pass of the rule book to correct all of the shitty wording that just exists throughout the Bushido rule book which is they might oh, they might hey, he didn't say that but and who knows forgive me I don't think Gordon's actually going to be across exactly what no 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 this. Gordon doesn't know every single thing that's going on just, like he just did all. it he was doing his best to <laughs> to deal to field, with us. to field me and you just freaking launching question after question. Because I asked him loads of questions and then you came over and I was like, right, I'm going to repeat this back to my friend and then you tell me if I've got it right. And he and he was just like, okay, please can Gordon I Gordon was a bit go? afraid, understandably. He, was, no, he, no, he, he loved it. He loved, he we started chatting to him about the board that he made because he made this beautiful two yeah, by beautiful. two board. It just looked gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm exaggerating for a fact. No, we had an absolutely lovely chat with him. But, um, He's a really nice guy. Yeah, so it's but it's absolutely believable you'd harangue a manager into Oh, yeah, no, we, 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 we monopolized him yeah. for a good 20 minutes. But so, one of the most interesting ones is you were talking about a model you think you were asking about being reprinted, which was a Kickstarter exclusive model. Uh, oh, yes. That was him. So, Rank and Hero. One, one of the most Drunken interesting Master. things from someone that was buying into it was what he said off the back of that, mm. which he said, no, it was an exclusive. I'm yeah. not going to do that. He I even think said, he said like, they've got five. We've got a few. Yeah. We've got yeah. a few yeah. left over. We're not selling. Yeah, them. he basically said, we've got a few. We might do them for prizes and stuff like that in the future. And I said, that's cool. Someone wins something, that's different. But general sale or like is limited, limited. He was like, no, I hate it. There, it sounds yeah. like it's coming from someone that is yeah, agreed. In, in the same light as us, which is... Which is good. They're going to do a new Hiroto Drunken Master, so you can still use that profile, but it won't be that pose that everyone no. thinks of. Yeah, which is a shame because it's perfect. Yeah, it is. But uh, the other, th the eBay. other thing that we did. Oh, sorry. Now we'll go back to the. Were you going to talk about Master? I was going to talk about. Well, that would need time with Ben. We can get to that. Okay. Because 
foreshadowing. Ben told us lots. Um, ben did. Ben sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ben. Ben's cool. Uh, so this starter set: ten models, five ro- five um, on five Ronin. The idea being, you buy this starter set, chances are there's Ronin in there that are going to play for the fa- any faction. And you then go, oh, I, the faction I like the look of is Young. Yeah, and so I there's going to be box, and I can play th- most of my Ronin with this box. And yeah, there's going to be at least one model in there that will play with your faction. It's functionally it is. We know a third one. Um, we haven't seen the model, but it's the card that was spoiled maybe about six weeks ago. Oh. The guy that's got leech, like 13 points leech. Yeah. And pe- some the people very like, blank model. Yes, yes. Some people went, this model's incredible. And then a load of people, including me, were like, well, no, we put it up in the chat. And like, a few people were like, this seems expensive. And then I was like, I'm not sure. Then I played against your fucking skeleton. And I was like, this model's very overcosted at 13 points. Should have durable. It should have range defence it should have regeneration I don't know fucking skeleton um, but they were excited about it and it's, it's got four rules on the entire card yeah so what's his name please uh, Tada Tadaoki right he is also one of the Ronin in this box set he is Shiho and Silvermoon cool um, and I believe and I'm willing to be wrong on this I think I actually put it in the post I should probably pull up our own post but I think he said they were aiming for March there's a release date for this. Potentially. Um, the other thing we talked about with him, well, a few things, but one thing was they are doing a campaign book and a law book. Mm. And there's going to be some, and this is the important bit, I'm non... Pardon? I'm glad about that. It's one of the problems I've always had with Bushido is it's a small-scale skirmish game where you have a load of named characters and there's no way of really caring about... Yeah, and it's, we, you know we care about that because yeah. we've put that, we've talked about that with Gilbert a lot. Yeah. But there seems to be a lot of fluff. Yeah, people... I really care about the law as well. <laughs> Shut up, Jonathan. Uh, so this is coming, but one thing he talked about is there are going to be non-tournament rules in this, specifically related to terrain. Climbing. Climbing, buildings, this and that, up, blah, 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 blah. So, but he's like, it's not tournament. Because evidently, as soon as you start introducing this, you, yeah. it's too easy to break. You can do this and, and that. then we had a little chat about exactly. the potential... Differences in mindset that have arisen. Now, I think there were always competitively minded people in Bushido. Of I course. don't because there is in any game. Yeah. And I think there's been plenty of people. Do I you see the fact that there is a model that is literally exists because someone wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah. But um winning yeah, okay. But there, there so there is a good competitive scene. I've heard about it on lots of different podcasts, but it sounds really cool. But I think the new influx they've got, and some of that has come off the back of the death of Guild Ball. There's been lots of new players, and I think just in general because of that and some other just growth from G City. And I think experienced gamers, gamers these days have generally played a lot of systems. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Interestingly, Gordon did confirm they have noted the new influx of players, which was really nice because we'd always been curious. We specifically asked him, "Have you seen an uptick?" And he was like, "Yes." Have you you noticed this? (laughs) Notice (laughs) us, senpai. but um, yeah, he, he said, yeah, we've seen this new influx. And I said, well, we said this new influx has led to more and more scrutiny of rules because you've got new people with new perspectives who don't necessarily understand, no, this is what it really means, who haven't been there and kind of know what's generally accepted, who are looking at things with a fresh mindset. And there's been a lot of, with, a, is it Akuma, the guy? Uh, Akun, A-I-K-U-N-E, I think, Akune. Akune, on, like, there's people on the Discord who are saying, this doesn't make sense, how does this work? And people mm. say, oh, it just works because of this. And it's like, well, no, because if you look at these four rules from the rule, but they explain how this should work, it doesn't. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into a specific there, but there's plenty in Bushido, and I love Bushido, 
but I can look at it objectively so there's plenty of Bushido that doesn't make sense yeah. or doesn't work or Absolutely. isn't clear and, and we put that to Gordon and he was like yep he was just like yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's such a nice guy we were like okay cool like you couldn't exactly. there was no argument to be had because he was like yep he's like yep yeah, it's it's a really fun game you can play tournaments of it but it's not a tight rule set and we did discuss with him like have you thought about it like because it feels like you're on this knife edge where you could go let's go full competitive or play it still tournaments and competition where it isn't really a mindset uh, uh, sorry a competitive game and I think he was like we're not going to do full competitive but we need to tighten it up I liked his answer because he said yeah they're going to tighten it up but he said when you go and optimise for competitive tournament play, you lose the ability to put those fun, flavourful, cinematic elements into the game, which is what makes it fun. Mm. It's not going to feel like a Kurosawa Samurai (laughs) showdown if it's all ones and zeros. Yeah, and I I feel that that if they're not careful, it could be the community ruins the game. We've done it before and we'll do it again, Gordon. You fucking watch us. (laughs) So... This, I think this is a good time to mention the scratch another like bar on my uh, measuring <laughs> <Yeah>. stick. <laughs> Just fucking tally t- chart of games killed. Games killed. Here we go. So I, th- I think we're going to bring up. Let's bring up the ninja side eye technique in this bit. These are my guild ball widgets. Mm-hmm. The game that has gone. <laughs> so this is from the last game I do killed. You, do you have a box of widgets? <laughs> so always this... double tap. Make sure it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> So Ninja Side Eye, Barry. So Daniel, uh, myself, and uh, a friend of ours called Scott were playing some Bushido a little while ago. Cut a long story short, we were playing this very much as a learning the rules game. So every interaction, we were checking the rules. Does this work? Does this not work? Not trying to break it, just trying to get it right. And I'd been discussing with the fellas how on the Discord recently, it's really been an influx of people going, how does this work? How does that work? That doesn't interact with this. And there was definitely a negative feeling about people who've been playing the game for a while. Kind of, It definitely felt like people were like, well, I've been playing this game for like three years or whatever. I've not noticed. So you're trying to take away my toys and break it. Can't I just have fun? And it's like, no, it isn't about like winning or breaking the game. It was about trying to understand the game because you can't play it properly if you don't understand it. It's uh, part of the reason why... This is a minor tangent, but I really like games and probably like games are really where I start becoming more social is because you can sit down at a tournament with someone who you've never met, never interacted with, and you have a shared rule set that you both understand and both understand how it works. Yeah. And you have that shared point of contact where if there is a disagreement, you can say, well, this is how it works. This is how yeah. we've both been playing it for however. And when you start getting like, well, it just works like this. Why? Why? Like you need. It, that's not how that is how. And when people ask the why, a bunch of people that have just accepted that's how you do it Fucking got sheep. angry. <laughs> they got angry. Yeah. And it was weird. And I didn't really, hadn't seen that on the Bushido discords before. But always it was back, happening. Always back to when you look at the 40k rule set of the interpretation of it. Yeah. You don't want to get to the stage where you have to interpret something. You want to be able to read it and go, no, that's what it says. Yeah, and it feels like there's a lot of that in... Yeah. By the sounds of it, what you're saying is there are some people that have decided to, to interpret it one way. Just, well, just well, kind of ignore it. the need to interpret it. Well, or I think even possibly like where you get you get in like a lot of groups where like one person buys into this and then teaches everyone else. Where you hand, oh, like the like the bar, yeah. yeah, like the like the boroughs, yeah, yeah, yeah like you hand down incorrect plays and just no one looks at the rule book. 
Yeah, none like, of us have ever looked at a Gilbert rule book. No, because I, <laughs> I have thoroughly, Dan read it. Yeah. I have thoroughly read that rule book. Yeah, but Once. like that is Maybe. how lots of people play miniatures games. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't and also, I think because of the weirdly the interaction that's lovely from the people who make Bushido on the discords, questions get answered on there, and it's almost like right, well, that's official now. But if the way we all know how fast Discord moves, if you weren't there when it was said, you ain't got a fucking clue. Not everyone has Discord. Some people yeah. literally just like go into a shop, buy a starter set and a rule book, and then use that to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we were playing, and it was I was watching and doing some notes while Dan was playing his Uri into Scott's Ninjas. So Ninjas considered a bit of a dick faction. They bought camouflage. Camouflage meaning if you're in cover, benefiting from cover. If you've got camouflage two inches, you cannot shoot that model, combat that model, unless your activation started within two inches. Their yeah. idea is they're hidden. From further than two inches away, they're invisible. So they can be really tough to engage. Yeah. And then that led us to dip to like wall line of sight. And then Dan was looking at the board and a model had turned sideways. And Dan turned it sideways a bit more and was like, How does light of fire? work in this game line of sight yeah line of sight work in this game and we were like so we had to cross reference a whole bunch of shit because it's been like, about an hour doing it it really is not clear and like we were like we think it means this but then we were like well it could mean this and it was interesting because we were because you're not playing it wasn't like a tour we didn't have like a dog in the fight we just wanted the truth man we just wanted the truth and it's, I'm not hoping. I just want to know yeah. <laughs> and, just want answers yeah so basically what Dan had observed is that if you walk towards a ninja, turn sideways. So you're 180 degrees. So you are perpendicular yeah. to the ninja. So what it means is your line of fire, line of sight, interacts with the ninja model in a way that no line of sight from your base goes over any terrain. Meaning the ninja. If I can see the ninja, but not the rockets hiding behind, I could. The ninja doesn't. Have so to hold on. If I take from that. I make it so the last degree of my front arc yeah. is the one bit that clips the one part yep. of, the, of the ninja. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> D- D- Barry did a diagram. It's, yeah, it's no diagram. I, don't know, I, 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 I think I can picture exactly yeah. what you're saying. So, I post, so we looked at it and thought, we think this is real. Like, you could not just camouflage. Walk up to the ninja and go, ha ha! It yeah. removes. Yeah. It was functional. You Hawkeye fucking twank it, while you're looking the other yeah. way. It was easy. 360 no scope aquabuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It meant that a bow force could ignore cover in this game completely. Just by rotating base. Cover yeah. is a state of mind, John. That's <laughs> what you don't understand. Hold my beer. So, <laughs> so you walk up, you if I'm looking straight ahead, they get cover, I turn sideways, they don't, which is impactful, but against ninjas who are relying on camouflage. Doubly impactful. Yeah, you take away the one rule I guess they have. Because now they're shit. <laughs> like, the only thing that keeps them alive is that you physically can't target them 90% of the time. I get how you do it. Yeah. So, we posted that on the disc. I, well, we took rough photos. Yeah. You did a diet. Okay, so hold on. Here's a question then. Because hmm. this, this could be the only thing that I can think would combat it. Is there any, anything negative? Would, is there any negatives that would impact you by turning that way? So, the way I mean, surprise I works... guess you've put your back arc towards... Them? Yes. Well, not necessarily towards them, because they could be like 18 inches that way, but towards whatever is behind Potentially, you could expose yourself sure, to what, some... what I mean is there is no... Yeah. Okay. You might get backdoored by the odd model. Your back arc is however much you've got to turn to get there. That's yeah. the only... Yeah. 
So, like for, for example, being shot in the back is is bad. It is bad. But you can. There were ways to mitigate. Like if I rotate right, I'm fine. If I rotate left, you know, you yeah, yeah, I get it, yeah, yeah. But yes, you are sacrificing a bit. And the problem is, funnily enough, you you bring that up. We posted the picture, so no diagrams at this point. Just post the picture, going guys, like, does this work? And then people were like, no, because the line of sight sight's going through the the wall. Or they said, well, you said no, but you're giving yourself up, so it doesn't work. It's like, no, no, you're you're not engaging with the question. You're just saying we're wrong because you don't like it. Yeah. And because Discord, as we discussed, moved so quickly, there was really only a few people kind of going, this is stupid or whatever. And like, oh, you're going to make, you know, no, it won't work, blah, blah, blah. But no one could say... You're wrong. No. And a couple of people tried to post like, oh, because people on, for some reason, on the machine of Discord think they could just take a picture of the rule book and go, there it is. And it's like, you answered fuck nothing. You just sent me a picture of yeah. a bit of the rule book. That I've you already read however times. the fuck you want. Exactly. And it, and it went away. And I was frustrated by that. Understandable. Uh, and we discussed it. And I, and I think it was, I think that was like the Saturday. And then I think it was the Monday, I think it was, maybe the Tuesday. Um, I actually posted to this guy, Akune, who, we, who I'd been chatting to, because I was like, I completely support what you're doing. Go and off, it was King. a really lovely interaction, because he actually, oh, thanks, man. I've been feeling really down today, because people have like been attacking me. And I'm like, no, I... We've been talking about you. We support you. Keep going. And he was like, oh, I really feel good. Thanks so much. It was really a lovely, yeah, it, was really it was a really nice interaction. Come here, buddy. Yeah, arm, arm around the shoulder. Come Edification here. Edification for Akune. Because he was not asking bad questions. No, he was just basically saying, this doesn't make sense how it's written. How should it be? Or yeah. this is how I've interpreted it. And as far as I can tell, that's correct. Is this the same sort of thing of teaching people how lines and circles work? Yeah, yes. kind it's, of. That's not how circles work. It's very much that kind oh, of thing. No. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's beginning. So <laughs> I'm not even there yet. <laughs> I'm sharpening. <laughs> I'm sharpening my notching knife. So I got a. <laughs> I opened up. Face, I opened up Photoshop, and then yeah, got Dan's did. photos and modified it slightly so it was very clear. Like what rotate that. Draw a line. Like, like this is what he can see. The so basically, Master Enos very kindly. Before this happened, so before people dismissed it, did a diagram on our picture to show how line of sight works in this game. And I've got to be honest with you, if he hadn't done that, we would not have interpreted it like that at all. Line, you have an arc of vision and then you have a line of sight. It's, and they're it's, separate things. It's very confusing. And facing is also something entirely different. So facing, line of sight and arc of vision are all different things. But they're all about how you see things. It was tough. So... Yeah. 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 Welcome to Thunderdome, John. <laughs> so it's like three cones. You got this is my facing, yes. this is my arc, this is my line Except, of sight. Yeah, but entirely in the wrong direction. Yeah. This so is your face. Uh, this is your straight ahead is your facing. So your arc of vision <laughs> is the 180 degrees in front of you. Yeah. And the line of sight is the line you draw from your arc of from your every arc point of in your, sight, including the bit of the base. Wait, hold your, on. In your not three people, please. <laughs> so, I'm going to draw you a picture. Thank you. Just show him the diagram. You did diagrams. Yeah. So, functionally, your... That's your bottle. He's loading it. Thanks. That's that. Yeah. Great for audio content, but you can just go... Listeners, we have a uh, base with a uh, arc and a facing marked on it. Yeah. So that Master is crafted. actually, like, your facing is dead ahead only. Yeah. That's the way you're looking. What you can see is in front of you. Yeah. If that's a wall... Yeah, that's a model who's benefiting from cover because within an inch. 
what Masterinos explained to us is you have to be able to draw a line from the base to the model. And it's functionally a cone. And where your line of uh, fire, your 180 line of fire, and any line from your base interact is the extreme of your vision. So if you were to rotate like that, your line goes through the wall. If you do that, this line misses the wall. Is this line that's coming from the back of the base going to the center of their model? No, any, any point, point of, of their, their base model. in your vision. So when it goes like that, oh, I see what you're saying. So that, it has to, it can't. Yeah, if there. it went back. across your base. It would, so if it went backward, yeah. And so oh, what's relevant and is you can't go to the back of his base because you can't see that. You can only see what's there. So he explained, he was like, no, it's this and dismissed it. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not having it. So we, Barry made a diagram. We like, made a diagram. Watch. We got lines. I got all the rules from the rule book, copy pasted shots, put them on the page. Everything that was needed to be referenced. It took him 20 minutes to make me understand it fully. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, but isn't this? And he said, no, because reread yeah, it. And then we tough. went through the diagrams and he, he read it through, we read it through step by step. And after 20 minutes, I was just like, you are exact. you were 100% right. Yeah, Dan that got it straight away, but it took us but a I'm while to get there. shot. Um, so I posted that up, and I, but I did, I thought like quite a nice message about, right, I want us it to engage, I want us to engage with this. This isn't about winning, it's about understanding the rules. And I said, I support Akuna, who's been trying to do this. Da, 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 da. But then the first thing people said was, like, they just wouldn't engage with it. They were like, no, if you actually draw a line, it goes through the wall. And it's like, what? okay, if I rotate the model one degree, can we have a discussion then? You know, like, people just were trying to bat it away and not discuss it and not engage with it. And it was like, no, it doesn't work because this. And it, the only there wasn't any rules back up. It was just like... No, because the line actually goes for the wall. No, stop it. So then I went, I can go on Photoshop and I can rotate the model another one degree if you want, but I think we can all be grown-ups and deal with it as it is. And then Masterinos come on, who really nicely, so the developer guy, really nicely engaged with us. writer. And he drew a line to the from the back of the our model's base to the back of the ninja's base, to yeah. the back there, he went for a wall. And I said, no, that doesn't work because you can't see... The back of the base because it's not in your arc it's not in vision. your arc you the your vision stops at the front of the opponent's model's base and like you was like he, he was like um and then he thought about it and he went yeah okay you're right don't play it like this we will what you're saying is like you're saying like that's where it is and you're saying the person's there with the rock yeah and he's saying you can't draw it there even if you were to rotate that to be where you're where yeah. you stood that this line, rather than facing that way, you're facing so you're literally catching the the tiniest yeah, bit. Yeah, just so the tip. Yeah. So, so it's where those two lines interact. And he yeah. tried to draw a line through the rock to the back of the ninja's base. But the point is, you can't see the back of that ninja's base. You can only see what's in your if line you of fire you can in see. vision. Yeah, if you limit what you can see to the parts of the model that aren't in cover, the only thing you can see makes the model not benefit from cover. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I you get look it. at it sideways until when its cover isn't there because it's out. It's Schrodinger's rock. It's just not there anymore in terms of you can't see it, so they can't benefit from cover. And I was, it was really nice. So a bunch of people posted afterwards going, "No, this is wrong. well, this is right." And it's like because then he posted it, people like stopped. And a few people deleted their comments because they were like, "Well, he's just said it, so it must be right." But I don't get it. Yeah. But it was just a lovely way of like they into trying like, to get the wording of it instead. 
Yeah, well, they're going to work on that, and they very they were like, "You guys so should be playtesters." So we're this like, is yeah, this is this is facing. What's the current? What's the? That's line of sight. That's yep. facing, and for shooting, you've got to be able to like your vision is any line that goes from that model's base, any part of your base, including what's not base. in your loss. So like all of these, but I can only see there round. Sure. Yeah, okay, I'll give you something. So I can only see that quarter of that model's base. I'm going to post this up on our page for people to follow along at home. Yeah. I'll post the diagram. It's bonkers, but... Uh, I, yeah, I'm trying to think that... Yeah. The uh, long I, I know, but I'm... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John hates it. John hates Everyone it. in the Bushido universe has um, Batman's helmet from Batman Begins where he can't turn his head. And now, and now you make an interesting point. What was interesting is... So your basic bowman can just do it, but if you've got on a rule like aware where you've got 360 vision, you're fucked. You can't do it. Yeah, you're you get, too aware. That, that's you're exactly where I was about to explain yeah. it. I was like, so hold on, what they're doing is because they're limiting your vision, they're making you better. Yes. We you also have another side. point on another rule which is very similar. Oh, which one's that? Uh, if you uh, the oh, weak. Yes. Yes. We're going to ask them about that at critical yeah. attack. So there's there's an, a, there's an ability where if you roll a doubles on the damage chart, you just kill them outright. Yeah. Normally you roll two dice. If you're strong, you roll three dice, take the two highest. It has been ruled that any if any three of those dice are doubles, you so kill them. Rather than you have to take the top two, say, or whatever. Yeah. Rather than... Rather than two ones and a five, is this, I take a five and a one. If I roll... Not ones. Yeah, five yeah. and two twos. I would take the two twos because they're stronger. Because yeah. it's a yes. kill. But the way this word is, is this make is this Mako or Mako? No. You're going to talk about no. it's weak. Okay. It's, yeah, it's weak. Yeah. But it's, it's the, the same one. Yes. Uh, but if you're weak, you would roll three dice and take the two lowest. It still gives you an enhanced chance of hitting critical strike. Because you're still rolling three dice. Yeah, I mean it's not quite as bad as the injustice. But wouldn't the lowest be resolved by taking away the double as the first port of call? But there's nothing in there's no timing step to say how you choose the dice. And because with the strong, it says um, take the two highest. So if you have two, two, five, the two highest will be five and a two. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand but, what you're saying. But on the Discord, the developers have ruled it that it does work. Right. The the that your damage roll includes a double, therefore you get the crit. But weak, you don't remove the dice, you see the double, therefore it counts. Yeah. With weak, it's the opposite. You roll three would... dice, take the two lowest. But because again, yeah, because yeah, you but what double, I'm saying is you still get the. What I'm saying count. is, if weak per how I would have how it, again yeah. as intended, it would be you two roll lowest. five two twos. Your lowest is technically your two lowest is a two and a five. No, even if it's five five two, which on weak you wouldn't get one of the fives, but we're saying with critical attack you yeah. would. It's it's not a mage like no. We think that's how, how it's going to work, but it's just there's there's a lot more yeah. weak models than there are strong models. Yeah. I think so. If you can get a card that gives them critical attack, suddenly weak models become really good. Yes. So we're gonna look we're gonna look into that more, but it's not nearly as impactful as like ninja. Science no, but it's another instance of a positive rule or such negative rule yeah. giving you more benefits than it may. Absolutely, should. absolutely. Um, but so. The basic point of that is they engage they engage with us and stuff, but that's not going to be in the errata because the book's already done. Um, but they were so nice and really looking forward to the starter set. That Gordon was so enthusiastic. 
the chap with the beard whose name escapes me it really bugs me that I can't remember his name I think it might be Ed I'm going to go look him up really nice Gordon's daughter was really nice and I think they were really happy and excited by just and surprised by the fact that the fair opened and I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that that was one of the busiest like busiest tour we saw all day 10-15 people um there were ten, about ten people at one if point. If you take I out think like it, your, your element games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayland, Wayland, and Wayland, who who went? Wayland were element weren't. No, element were as well, but element had a very small stall. Correct, they had one table, not the massive, massive yeah. thing. Whereas Wayland had a big stall, but fuck Correct. Wayland. <laughs> yeah, um, I I was just really pleased with them. They were so busy to early, like literally opened. People were there. They were excited. Bushido was a thing. It was good. It was funny that they forgot to get their mats out. Like we were talking, I don't know if you saw this bit, but um, they had the Shiho dice trays that they gave away for free if you did all the pre-orders. People were like, oh my gosh, Shiho dice trays, how much? And um, the beard guy went, Gordon, how much for these? And he went, uh, pound? Two pound? Three pound? Four pounds? Five pounds? Four pounds. <laughs> What the? <laughs> he just did. He, he hadn't planned for it or worked it out at all. It was quite funny. And then it turned out later that you know we bought. I bought a mat from Deep Cut Studios. Yes. GCT had all the mats, but they hadn't bothered to get them out of the box. Brilliant. It was like stuff like that. I was just like, oh, it's funny. This is your first rodeo. <laughs> it <laughs> Except was... it's not. Except it's not. I think they're just not good at rodeos. Yeah. <laughs> now, bless, they've got full time jobs talking to them. Well, they have. Yeah, most of them have. It. Most of them have got. Or yeah, most of them have got other jobs. But I, I must say, the cabinet looked lovely. They had some. What it's like someone. I don't think he's like the painter. He's just like a fan guy. But his painted models looked great mm. in that cabinet. They got that Shiho display piece that they used for the um, for the yeah, release where they're like tiered. Really nice. And these new models look nice. The sculpting looks great. Um, so thank you to Gordon for giving us loads of info. There's actually more info, I think, on our face on our Facebook page because I've forgotten it all now. It was two weeks ago. But he gave us lots. It was really good. So I'm just cutting this in because we forgot that Gordon told us about the re-sculpt of the Grey Pilgrim. Um, it's a model that does is often maligned. Uh, and he told us that they are that they are doing a special show model for the Grey Pilgrim. Uh, it's going to be a dual model, so there will be two Grey Pilgrims. You could use one, but in this dual, it's like a little diorama-type vibe. So there'll be one for the light side, one for the dark side, yin and yang style. They're going to be... You can position them, apparently, so they look like they're fighting each other. Uh, that is coming, and that didn't go on our Facebook page. It went straight up on the Discord. There was a lot of hustling going on on the day, and things slipped through and then I forgot about this when we were recording so I'm just adding it in and we did ask them about Master Akusa who's the monk who rides the turtle tortoise tortoise but we turtle. we wanted one because Maria was after one Maria wanted one and I was like this has been out of stock for ages what's happened and he was like uh you know and it was really cagey yeah and he was like oh okay cool 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 okay no problems no problems right. um it's like fine Cut to. Cut to. Um, master, it's master crafted miniatures. miniatures. Ben Calvert Lee. Mm -hmm. Now, I think we've mentioned it on this podcast before. And if you haven't, go and find his interview on the Precinct Omega podcast. He is a sculptor, digital sculptor, that, funny enough, he did the original Masons. The Mini Masons. The Mini Masons. 
Uh, you had a little chat about, about stuff and listened to this podcast when I was moaning about sizes of models and I said sorry. Um, <laughs> but we had a, such a lovely chat with him. I'd bought an awful lot of stuff from him. Well, you were there, but online and he had it ready there and he had more stuff there and I may have picked some stuff up and yep, the phrase bamboo in it. Bamboo. Bamboo, bamboo in it. <laughs> bamboo in it was born. <laughs> so I picked up some tokens, not realising they were the £30 bamboo tokens. And they're like, yeah, they're £30. And then these two were like, fucking what? And it was like, bamboo in it. And just like sucked it up. Like, yeah, I wanted to spend £30 on these. It's fine. Um, bamboo in it. And... But then I bought them. <laughs> yeah, no, they were, were really nice. You were like, you idiot. I was like, I'm instantly having them. <laughs> you idiot. Is there another set? Because <laughs> like, I looked at the MDF ones because I thought they'd be cheaper. They were like five pound cheaper and they looked infinitely worse. And I went, well, bamboo in it. Let's fucking go. Just bamboo in it. And I like though for the time that Barry was buying them, you were trying to justify buying them. Well, they'll last longer. <laughs> As if any of the Gilmore tokens we've ever had have worn, worn, out. worn out. They or, just evaporate. Yeah, or anything. I'll be wise. My Brewers tokens are dust or by it, this point. What is it? The, um, the MDF movement trays, you know. Oh, I've got to top up my... Wherever they are, movement trays. I've it's worn, a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> I've worn them down. But I used them The yesterday. edges have become beveled. Bamboo, <laughs> I used my bamboo tokens yesterday and they were lovely. A bit <laughs> tricky to get off because they're so sort of sinewy and fibrous. It was quite tricky to get off. But Dan and I went through and worked out exactly what each one was. And it was like, Apart yeah, from. Oh, was there. Yeah, there's the numbers. numbers. Two to. There's like chips. Yeah, and I don't know if. I think they just ran like. That shows two, that shows three. But there wasn't a one, which was really weird. So it was like, is it two dice? Like, we couldn't work it out. Um. It's possible that you number each of your models and you've secretly selected which one's your but Vim. Why isn't there a one? We want a one. Well, I'm not a scientist, Daniel. I don't know why there's a one. And why are there three fives? What am I, a math magician? Like, <laughs> so, so Ben had all my stuff there, but he said, I'm sorry, I haven't got some of the stuff. So he really, really kindly, he took my, I messaged him my address later and he posted me the stuff that wasn't there. And a whole bunch of bases, because I bought a wadge of these new things. He's done the new temple, because there was a few new things in the Yeah, and there was like the smoke token, and these little coins, those fun little silver and gold, oh, like, so fun. black coin things. Like, you get six that you can use for, like, objectives or markers or tokens. Yeah. But it's got, they're black with the faction, a rim, and the faction symbol in this, like, really muted gold or muted silver that just catches the light. Really snazzy. Really liked it. So I bought some of those. Um, and he sent me a, w- a watch of extra stuff in the post, a few more like idols and things, and blah, blah, blah. it was really nice of him. So thank you, and a few extra rings as well. So now I've got like a full set of blue, orange, white, gold, and mystic brown. Because I'm figuring, mystic brown. yeah. And he was like, "Don't get mystic brown." He was, like, was warned against mystic brown. He, yeah, he was like, "You can't. If you put it on, you can't see it." And I was like, "I'll make it." <laughs> so I'm either going to paint the bases or I'm just going to have Mystic Brown so I can't see it I'm like well look harder ninjas it's for ninjas it's for the ninjas but I think I'm just going to paint the bases um, but he was so nice and we had a lovely chat with him and he was like yeah I've listened to your podcast and we were like Way. it was cool I listened to the episode where you took the piss out of the minis I made <laughs> yeah. oh. but so he is as well as having been Mastercraft for miniatures he works for GCT on a contract basis as everyone pretty much does and I think they've got one employee who's like the workshop dude um, but he's become the functional manager for the sculpt team. So they say, right, we need this. They come to him, and he's the guy that says, bigger, smaller, left, right, More up, teeth. down. Yeah. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. Um, Give it a bigger dick. 
<laughs> so we we sort of said, so what's going on? Like, well, I can't remember how we got onto it, but basically Master Accuser came up and he went, oh, well, that's because we're doing a new one. Yeah. What? Sorry, you a bigger one. one. What? A much better one. What? And we've now seen the arc because it's on the back, back of, the of the dice pack. Dice pack. But it is a bigger, longer, faster, stronger master. Longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he intimated it isn't I mean, round bases. So, but it isn't longer, Master Akusa. It's a different version of him. Is master Akusa. Well, Ultra Instinct. He he suddenly got tired of it then, but it's like yes. like he, I don't know if he's like. Um, reincarnated or he's done some magic spell or whatever but he's it's a different it. tortoise it's a different version of him a different level of monk a different grade but he said it is massive and I cannot wait for that Rokan you don't play uh, please I wonder how much input Ben had into how big the dog's testes are <laughs> well ask him also, on your point about me not playing Rokan, Dan, where's all your Rokan? Don't know. It's, they're it's on been my, converted they're on into Izu. They're on my hobby table. What? I saw Barry my Rokan. Oh, I didn't got, know that. I've now got Ito. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What's he saying as well? I've got snakes, Barry's got monks and monkeys. Monk keys. Crushing the man that would probably just order everything online tomorrow based off one model that could turn out. <laughs> no, no, no. Sure, why not? <laughs> I do kind of, I am kind of tempted by Rokan just because fucking Avatar monks. I have a problem with them as a theme. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. I don't understand why monks are in that theme. Monks are their own theme. If I've got villagers and the fox ladies and buffaloes always doing their things, you can't have them with monks. Monks do monk things. And camp monks and cami. You've got why are they in the same you've faction? Got the yeah. monk theme. You've got the, the villager villagers theme. theme, and then you've got the righteous warriors theme in the middle, which oh. crosses over. And you can have monks, and you can have the cami from the villagers theme, but you can't have the villagers. So it's just monks. And we still desperately need a fox box. <laughs> what a fox box! So, but I I didn't ask Gordon about a fox box. Did eat <laughs> the with the ending of the und. <laughs> no, um, I'm just a child. Are you not? I'm laughing at box. Oh. <laughs> huh? It's fine. Box means vagina, John. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about dog balls, now we're talking about fox box and. Uh-huh. <laughs> Monkey clits. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I know we had food, guys. Even from your. Tail clunge. Oh, no, no, come guys, come on. Come on. To- toad cloakers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm just saying I'm genitals of animals. I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't... Crane cock. <laughs> I think that's biologically inaccurate. Yeah, it'll be clo- cloakers, right? Do all birds yeah. have cloakers? Do any birds have penises? Mother Nature does some kooky shit, I bet. <laughs> we'll go through a tunnel. Um, I don't know where we are. I don't know what's going Talking on. to Ben... Yeah, he was telling us about that and sculpts, blah blah blah, and that they've got some really cool ones coming up. Um, and we asked him what his favourite ones were, and he was saying that he thought the Blood Brothers was like some of his favourites that he'd done, which was really very nice. And I was like, and Matt highlighted to him that they're the ones that made me pull the trigger on the game, and now I'm decided, to, you know, like that meme. I'm just instead of being a casual fan, I'm devoting my soul to it. Um, but he was really nice and he was like yeah got some really cool stuff coming up we talked about the box and like he was trying I think he was trying to tell us stuff but I think for him it was done so long ago he was like he couldn't remember 
Like, yeah, I've done this guy, but I don't know, it was ages ago, I don't really know. Um, but we highlighted that the, the two we saw on the stand were lovely, and he was like, yeah, they're all that good, they're all brilliant. Um, I think, he, I'm sure he said there was more Brotherhood stuff coming. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a lovely chat with him, really nice guys. So if you haven't checked out Mastercrafted Miniatures, go check it out. He does all the, like, accessories you need for Bushido in terms of the line of sight rings. Um, does it have your diagram? Is it Arc of Vision rings or are they facing rings? Are they line of sight rings though, Barry? They do have a facing on them. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're good. They're really good. They just clip onto aces. They're quite but nice. He also, and we got these off him, he does the rings for the um, zone control missions. Yes. So four inch four zones. inches and the eight inch ones. And I had a chat with him about the eight inch zones. Oh, I, have, yeah. I have gripes with the eight inch zones. Oh, what's your gripe? Because they have these little gaps. 7.8. They're um, no, they're they're four. Can't decimalise inch, John. They're four. You fucking can. That's the, that's the beauty of the decimal system. No, it's not. Anyway, there's um, there's four <laughs> sections which make up the circle, and under each section, one end has like a, a peg, and one end, and one end has like a gap. Wait, so, did you look just, at him when you said peg, hoping yeah. he'd laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was an invitation. <laughs> Later, sweet. Um, but it's like it's like a line with a with a with a circle on the end of these pegs, and obviously it's meant to be that the peg fits it fits in mm. to right. the hole on the next piece, and they click together like a fucking brio set or something. Um, brio, brio, burrito, brio, brio, wooden, wooden trains, the wooden trains. Oh right, no clue. they were for rich kids only. Sorry, I never had it. Yeah, neither did I. My mum would take me into early learning and let me play with their set. Keep going. Did you have a Brio set? I did have a Brio set. <laughs> that's a that He's got a golf set. handicap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, yeah. I haven't played enough. Uh, but yes, you had a chat with him about that. Yeah, I had a Brio set. Sorry, no, I had a, um, I had a, I had with, I had a chat because I said, they're really cool, but they don't fit together. And he was just like, yeah, the fidelity on the 3D printing process right. isn't enough to get it so that they actually start together and are sturdy enough to hold it together. He said they're going to be redesigning them so that they have slots for magnets and it all can clip together mm. and it works. But and break it down and it'll travel. It? Yeah, because I said it's really annoying because I wanted the, 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 the four-inch stones are brilliant, but the eight-inch stones just don't work. Anymore. Is that the round ones or the ones that are like the ropes? The the ropes. Right, because I the bought bigger, the ropes off The it. bigger ones are like a sumo ring. Yeah, because that's for, that's the issue for me. Like, I haven't put it together yet and I'm like, when I do, how do I transport that safely? you don't that was my problem because obviously they were designed to be broken down into four sections and clipped together but they don't clip together right well I'll, I'll see how, how it goes and I, and I put it in a pocket of a, a bag that may be coming up later I can't wait to talk oh, about this bag can we talk about that now no 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 what my, else do we need to talk honest, about I'll be honest that was possibly one of my highlights of salute it was definitely up there for me top three definitely agreed we'll get to that um, top two maybe top one top three so first up we all we all know we go to salute for the oddities. Yes, like, you can. I, if I wanted a space marine, I can buy a space marine in a thousand places. Like yeah. that's not relevant. What we're looking for is that one off, guy. That one guy, man. That's it. The off the beaten track, or sometimes stuff you've seen online and you're like, oh, I don't know. But then when you're there and the money's in your pocket, you can't resist. We said this though, a little bit off of what I mean. It is on the vein of what we're saying, but it's not towards the towards the point. There was, there wasn't anything at Salute this time that made me stand at that stall and just want to buy everything. Okay. For example, every the first the first time I went there, Miss was just my jam, and it was fantastic. Right. And every single item on there I wanted. 
The time after that, I went to uh, Art World miniature, Warp Block Miniatures, Art World. Yeah. But all of these orcs, they were all fantastic. There wasn't a draw like that this time. Funny you mentioned those two. Neither of them were there. Correct, neither of them were there. But there were even... There were stands that I had... Awkwardly, the one model I wanted to buy at Salute was on a Kickstarter at the start of the next day. Which was... What was that? The Fenris one. The reindeer oh. with the spear. That little band of um, people was... I thought those models were all fantastic. There was a lot of... Models that I thought were cool, but didn't make me want to go. Quick, take my money. Yeah, I had to actually. I had to actually go. Yeah, you could use that. But I bought some stuff from Fenris, but the stuff that I bought from Fenris, I actually wanted to buy the stuff that was on their Kickstarter that wasn't out yet. Yeah, you were yeah. you were hot for that. You were like, yeah. I, but but it's right there. Why yeah, I was like, can't I, why have can't I have it? Why can't I have it? I get it. The reindeer with the spear, the polar bear with the sword. Like they were, they they were, they were fantastic, Very fan, fantastic models. Um, the one thing that I really did like that we went back and did was give, uh, buying those two models off that three D print guy. There was literally a guy there by yeah, himself. I didn't catch his name, did you? I've got his card. I've got his card. I can't remember I his didn't name. Didn't bring the card with. But me. he had um, he had two models that were for sale. Two three D printed barbarian ones. Yeah. XGW employee. Yeah, and his models were really nice. He was going through getting a three D printed. He had a little bit of scenery pack that you asked him about. That he had three D yeah, printed. Bad about that. No, it wasn't the same guy. No, no it wasn't guy. the same guy. No, it's different. No, no, yeah, yeah. no but I asked him the little senior yeah, yeah. pack and so, I had a look at it. Yeah. He like, had um, renders for some lovely models yeah, that aren't out yeah. yet. So he had two models and they were two for 15 quid, so gave him two. I bought both of them because why would you not? Like, nice support, support the guy that is definitely there. And the yeah. only other actual stand I think was worth mentioning was that other one that you introduced Barry to, said he would like. The, oh yeah, and I think uh, the, I think the models were nearly on the cusp of being what I would refer to as like painting models. Yeah, like they were nearly at that. The larger models he had were definitely on that vein. Cerberus Studios. Yeah, they were definitely. On I that. saw them at the UK Games Expo, and I mentioned. Yeah, that that was they pretty had, special. The, the larger models he had were on the on the vein of I can imagine them being on like painting showcases. Oh, but I'm then sure. the yeah. smaller models, no, there was too much detail in a small model for a painting showcase. They almost but, all wanted to be seventy five mil scale. Yeah, but they were really nice. Like all of, all of the models that there were really nice. But yeah, the goddess model I almost bought. Yeah, yeah, there was I had. I was drawn with that one. I, I felt it was too similar to other stuff I'd seen before. But again, I looked at a lot of shit, so there's a lot of models I have seen before. Getting to a stage where they pretty much have to copy to be able to get them. I did buy some of stuff, though. But you don't like it when they copy? No, I hate it. <laughs> Innovate, but very specifically, and close to what I already like, but don't copy it. Or don't let me draw comparisons to where I think that you've basically... There were, On the Fenris stand, there was all of the models were up there. They basically had like... Nurgle stuff so like yeah. go down with the theme of it and make it look demony and make it look disgusting but be creative with it there was a, an, a line of what would be plague bearers they were the gribblies that were about the size of a plague bearer but they all looked completely different until there was one guy there was one guy that was stood there and it was the metal 1980s fucking guy and he had the same same pose with the same triangle dagger that was sat there and I was like I have that model <laughs> I was like not the others because they're all new I have that one right there. Gary oh. got the Duke. The War Duke. War Duke from Femris. Yeah, well, sorry, they can't call it the War Duke. For those of a certain. Battle Baron, I don't know, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, for those of a certain vintage. This guy. Old. Uh, yeah, advanced uh, Dungeons and Dragons. There was a toy, they did some toys. And one of them was the War Duke. And he was like, 
this dude in the skimpiest like fur shorts. Oh yeah. But he it wasn't like He-Man where he was like, I will tear your face off. He was like a real skinny dude and he had like this helm with the wings and the sword and shit. It was the very specific and they basically made that model, that toy as a little model. And he's on the front of the advanced D and D rulebook, I think, from back in the day. And I was like, I literally saw it, I was like, I'll throw money in. I do want to give a quick shout out to Monkstone Miniatures. That's on the list. Yeah, they were good. But sorry, can I? I don't need oh. to talk about it. just Cerberus Studio. Just wanted to mention one thing. Real nice fella. I can't. I didn't catch his name though. But so he's a sculptor. Yep. And he's kind of paying people. It sounded like. Yep. To help him develop the game and this. And that. He just sounded like really switched on and like. You know, some people go, I'm going to make all this happen myself. It feels like he was wise enough to go, I can't do this. Well, no, he was praising everybody and being very vocal that he didn't do it, which, yeah, which is was very great. impressive. And he was like, no, I sculpted this. And then there was a big banner behind him. He was like, well, I didn't fucking do that. No, that was like and, this person. And, yeah. we were and they were painted by Audrey Gerald there. This and, is it. Yeah. When you're, I asked him who painted them because I, I said, I was just like, they look fantastic mm. who painted them. And then when he was like, Angel Heraldus did, it was like, of course he did. And <laughs> it just feels, if you're going to come out and make Try and get into this sphere. Get the best. Stand and he, on the shoulders of the people it. who are existing. So, this the models that we've talked about and seen were for an RPG. And I don't really understand why you. Well, no, there was two different games he had. No, exactly. Yeah. But these ones were for his RPG system that he's developing. It's like it's models. It's like yeah, it needs models. It's going to be cool. Da, da, da. But the other thing which I'm more interested in is the vampires, werewolves, demons, mm-hmm. sort of miniatures game. But that's not coming along yet. No. But that's a little way down. When you look at how nice his quote unquote RPG minis are, let's wait and see what It bodes well. Yeah, it bodes well. One to watch, Cerberus Studios. If you haven't gone click like and like and subscribe. Pricing of what he had on there was spectacular. I agree. The small models he had, like character models, you know how we're now used to seeing the twenty, twenty five pound for a character model. His were 12, 13, 14, 15 quid. Yeah, the little wizard guy. The ones that were like the 28 mil, in between 28 and 32, and they like. I think they're 32 mil, but they're just so delicate. Yeah, dinky. Yeah. But they were only like 15 quid. She's massive. Oh, no, no, no. She was like that. Yeah, yeah. I I think the big demon was near 100 or 150. I think he was less than that. I think he was. I don't think he hit the 100 barrier. Was he 80? Because I think think remembering, I was like, that is an impressive model for less than He was huge, the big demon. Yeah, I don't remember, but I. But memory service as well, he only comes in about four pieces because he was 3D printed. We actually ummed and ahmed quite a lot on that, didn't we? Like, uh, I think I said to you that I was going to, should I, should I? And you were like, I nearly bought the vampire and yeah. her guard. Yeah. I you wanted. bought the, wit, like, the white, basically, wasn't it? Was it the white? Yeah, and I wanted to buy the neck guy that's so that good. Sorry, not white. Who's going to have a model that comes out that this guy in the RPG transforms into this Ascends. big demon. Ascends. Well done. Yeah. He's got the story all worked out. There was also the guy with two lions, and I thought that was a lovely look. The, yeah. the, Vic, the um, like Roman guy with the two lions. But then I'm like, I've got all of that. Rex? Dominus Rex? What was the game? Arena Rex. Arena Rex that I've never touched. That is beautiful models and he's all that, so I probably shouldn't do that. Well then, as well, we said, so the reason that you didn't buy the, ne- the Necromancer was because he told us that he was the next one on his line that would be the ascended so he had loads of little like small models that and then they were all going to become gods at one stage or they were going to ascend into a new form and the it was the necromancer not the necromancer the vampire lady the ascended form was that yeah that bit the really really nice like lady with the 
like uh, I'm trying to remember how to explain it. Loads of drapey cloth that she where she was floating. It was yeah, all her being held up. Were like holding yeah. her clothes. And it was all floating around. Looks really cool. Yeah. But he was gonna be the next one to ascend. And when me and Barry were talking, I was like, if he's gonna be a Kickstarter, there's gonna be a joint box. So why buy one now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're walking along, and suddenly Matt bolts off, and you're like, "All right, mate, are you?" I can't remember what you- I said. Do you know a guy named Matt Alford? Oh. <laughs> um, because I recognised um, some art. So my friend Matt, uh, he's been working in the gaming industry a while. He did. He was a part of the studio that made I Am Bread. I think some of you guys, you might I know, know I Am Bread. No, you might know I Am Bread. No, okay. It's a game where you play as a pizza. Hello, Luna. <laughs> That was right next to the microphone as well. It's fantastic. Um, it's a game where you play as a piece of bread and you're trying to get into a toaster. Um, what? You play as a piece of bread and you're trying to get into a toaster and you like right. Try I didn't have a stroke. Kitchen. You did say that. I yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I was walking around and I noticed a piece of art of this uh, this little guy. He's not called. He's called um, Rollo. Rollo. Yeah. This little little impy. He's called. He's a sprigging. I think in the game. Anyway, I saw this art and I was like, I recognise that. And I went over to the guy, and I didn't. I didn't say like I'm Matt or anything. I just said, "Hi, this is going to sound weird, but do you know a, name, a guy called named Matt Alford?" And he said, "Yeah," and it's because it's Matt's friend Jack, and Jack runs a studio or uh, makes um, miniatures, and it's they're called Monkstone Miniatures or yeah. Monkstone Studios. No, Monkstone Miniatures. Monkstone Miniatures. Anyway, he's got I think six or seven currently. Seven. Seven. Really lovely, characterful little minis. Yeah. And I just chatted to him a bit because it was like he's trying to get into the miniature market. He's got lovely little art cards that come with each one. Um, really fun little, that's a snail guy at the top. There's three pigs that look kind of like Gamorreans. Um, and then there's two little Spriggans and there's an old lady one. But I bought Maggot, who's this little Spriggan thief with like an eye patch and a bag over their shoulder and a little dagger. And they're just fun little little miniatures. Really, really nice. I, Lovely character. A little bit of um, a little bit of Jim Henson about them. Agree with that. Um, but yeah, I just chatted to him for a little bit, and we were at the same wedding. He remembered my incredible rendition of Chop Suey that I did at the karaoke. Just he remembered that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just chatted, and then I bought one of his minis, and then I think almost everyone that we were with, I think you bought one. I did. Angel, Angel you, bought I didn't. one. You didn't. You didn't. But yeah, we, um, we bought a few of his yeah, minis. So- if you've ever thought I'd love a snail adventurer, mm. then Glom the Collector is for you. Lovely model, it's just not my bag. There's the no, three pigs. I think he did a Kickstarter back in April. I don't know how well it three did. Little, but, um, three pigs. The three pigs are like pigs with maces and armour. They look cool. I don't know who's painting these for him. I don't. But I think they've done a lovely job. Whoever painted them. And the paint job won me over. I won. I won? Sorry. I purchased Rollo the Masterful, the yeah. Spriggan Adventurer. Just like a little dude. I, I'm a sucker for that when the... the um, I don't know what it's called. The, the bit of the arm. Yeah, or gorget. Gorget. I think or, it's gorget, but... Gorget. Comes up and like the little gnome's el- uh, nose is just stuck over. The nose is over the top and it covers up his mouth. I'm a sucker for that. Um, so I bought him and it comes in this beautiful little black box and he's got a little collector card and they're all numbered. Yeah. Just a lovely little Nice setup. little presentation. And he just had a, such a subtle table, like black table, black cloth, just one little bar, there's the models. Real there's a subtle. Little, little, tiny little display case on the end. Real nice. Nice oh, little banner behind him. Really interested for more from him, to be honest. So yeah, go check that out at monkstoneminiatures.com. Really, really nice, I thought. Um... 
Anyone else? I've got a few, but I don't know if you guys remember any others that you... Uh, I don't remember any others that I was specifically um, interested in. I was looking for some Bushido terrain as we went around, and I remember pissing off some World War Two people. Oh, yeah. There was a World War Two miniature stand, and they had some really nice little pieces of scatter terrain in their case. And I said, oh, these are really nice, everything. and I know I should be looking at the miniatures, but just out of interest, do you make the pieces of terrain? And he just looked at me and went, no. And he looked really pissed off. and went, <laughs> okay, thanks. And he just off. He looked really fucked up with me that I wasn't asking about his minis. Can't remember the name of the paints that I bought. He's in play mode. She's in play mode. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get attacked. Give my stuff back. Yeah, that might have been my fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, um, I bought stuff from Fenris, and then there was the paints people. What was it? What was the name of that? Well, you knew the name of the paints I bought. The colour shifting ones. Oh, Turbo oh, Dork. Turbo, Turbo Dork. Yeah. I've got that sticker on my PC case now. Uh, I so I'm just looking for photos because I took photos of things. Um, so I also bought brushes, which I think I've lost, which is really not. I bought some dirt cheap brushes, like filthy cheap brushes. Fifteen pound for twenty. Because yeah, fifteen pound for twenty brushes, and I was like, okay, but like Paul said, they were like really actually good. Wasn't but, Paul? No, he he has said it before, but it was this was Phil. From, yeah. Phil from the Spartan said it, but Paul has also said it. This guy doesn't do, like, mail order, doesn't do events, won't sell, won't send them to. He only does salute and sells loads of brushes. And people are like, yeah, they're really, they're incredibly good for what you get. So I bought a pack and now I've lost them. I've really, used them, they're fine. I mean, yeah, I assume they're gonna be fine. They're fine. For that amount of money, I'm fine with fine because, you know, some of them could be PVA brushes for all I care, you know, just painting on for doing cool. stuff. 50 pounds for 20, like I say, you go through one, you're, you're making your money after you bought your second Winds and Newton. Yeah, right, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Um, I bought a set of Games and Gears brushes. They oh, were nice in their lovely little metal pouch. And how much were they? £25 for three. Yeah. They're, but they're lovely and they've got like... They're just so cool, but ridiculous. Like, I just don't see the need for it, but I still wanted them. I mean, they're no more expensive than like a set of Winds and Newtons or something like that. I bought the synthetic ones because I wanted to try and stray away a little bit from some, from Sable brushes. Well, Winds and Newtons are like 750 or whatever, so three of them would be like... Yeah, the Windsor Newton scale from six to nine quid, depending. Yeah, which they're about seven or eight quid each. These ones, um, um, eight quid each rather. But they, I don't. But they're going to be a heavier brush, and I'll be interested to see how that. They're not that heavy. They're quite light. Oh, that's once, good. Once you open it up, the whole, the, the whole lid is hollow. Hollow, so really. Yeah, and they're like aluminium or something. So they're pretty. They're pretty light. And you can't replace the like the brush. You got to look after this shit. It's not like you can. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck with those. That's cool. Yeah, they're just nice. They're like like metal fancy pens and a little. Um, in a little uh, leather pouch. Sorry, they really look like a darts player. Yeah, it, they, they do did. look like a darts player. Hundred percent, like a darts set of darts. Pouch. It was good. I liked it. It was strong. Um, so I bought the Monkstone miniature. I've got. I bought a wolf from sure. Bad Squiddo Games. Mm. Yeah. Um, which was weird because like, <laughs> I don't really know much about Bad Squiddo Games, but you look at the pack. If I'd seen the packet, I'd have gone, no, thank you. But they had. Four cabinets, I think, of all the minis painted. And this wolf model in the cabinet was lovely, beautiful. And I was like, Mom, oh, yeah, cool, I'm going to buy that. And then I look, and the photo on the packet is that model. But the photo of it is terrible. People don't always. Great time to talk about photos. Oh, what a lovely segue. Shameless segue. So, Dan, you've not heard of this, have you? Photos. While you're doing this, I'm just going to open the flips. So, we're in Salute, we're walking around, and you know how you go to Salute oh, to see all the new things, and there's new stuff that's around. 
Well, there was one stand that was a little bit confusing. They weren't really selling anything, but they were selling a service. You can hire these people out to come to your club. They'll take pictures of your models for you and send you the print. Now, I've said before, I used to go to car shows. People used to have pictures of their cars taken. You'd buy those pictures. Most of the time, it was because people wouldn't be able to get the shots that you got from those people. If that makes sense. And a good, a good photographer, that's a skill. I know we've all got fucking phones in our pocket. My own but it, have you been bitten by the cat? <laughs> I got no, scratched. Um, <laughs> but that's not the point. Like, it's my good photo makes something look better. Yeah. But effectively, you can hire them to come to your club to take pictures of your models. It was like £5 for a model, £8 for a vehicle or a big model. But the models weren't great. Sorry, yeah, I feel a bit... Huh? I don't mind saying it. I don't mind saying it. Their models were good, but they weren't worth money to be paid for. Yeah, so the photos of the models. So they had examples and we were like... Like, we saw it. We were walking together, weren't we? We were like, is that... And we read the board and went... Is that a great idea? Or is that a ridiculous idea? And I think we moved to good idea. Yeah. And then we went and looked at the photos and went... Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Like, uh, I don't know. It sounds really p- picky considering I'm not even that great at taking pictures. But there was just pictures that were on there that I went... Oh, I've probably taken better. Well, I think the lighting was wrong. The scale was wrong. The, the framing pushed far too much in on the model. Yeah. They had like A4 prints of 32mm models that were taking up a whole A4 print. And it'd be like the model's hands were touching the side of the print. Yeah, you've got to let it breathe. Yeah, and you're like, no, give it some room. Mm, it was weird. And they, the, the light was wrong. Like, the colours were all muted because the, they used the light to suck the, it just suck the colour out. And it washed everything. Everything was similar colour. And then it only occurs to me now, what if it was just the print that was bad? But Could be. Could Either be, way, 100%. They, it wasn't for but me that, but the selling print, that stuff. But the prints were on their stand, so. Agreed. Agreed. Good but, point. But that, but that was there. There was, um. yeah. I'm trying to think if there was any other. But then, like, this also then came on to the next question. Not taken away from the guy that you spoke about and already bigged up his models massively. But, but Angel Heraldas did paint them. Mm. And we have said this before. If you get Angel Heraldas to paint your models, they do look better. Fact. Guy's incredible. Yeah. He will find shadows and make your models look great, whatever you fucking give him. Yeah, he could even make those fucking Warriors of Dale the shit ones from getting... Oh, Corsairs of Umbar. He could make that look good. And that's tough, considering you just get blocks of plastic. <laughs> um, oh, we have had some Lord of the Rings releases, haven't we? Or reveals, isn't it? You're getting those Umbar models? No, Dale, I think it is. It's Warriors Eastlings, isn't it? Yeah, Eastlings. the new Black Dragons. So, dear listener... We're still at the Eastling Bad Dragons. I'm eating Flips salted caramel flavour. And until recently, I would have said it's disgusting, but right now, we're going to get a We're going to get emails. We're going to get complaints. I'm at Volvo coming. Eating on mic again. What else? We're going through other so, stuff that was at Salute that was interesting. Fenrir Games, look at the wolf. I wouldn't have bought it, but actually, the cabinet was great before it was bad. Conquest Games. Which one was that? That was that one fella. I bought the Manticore. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lovely fella. <laughs> he was great. I didn't catch his name. Conquest Games, go check them out. Traditional fantasy with a few metal sculpts. Yep, very characterful. Yeah, old school looking, and a few like a couple of 
ogres and a bit of a giant and some witches, like what you'd expect. If you can imagine a D&D campaign, his models would have been perfect for them. Yeah, and it's kind of old school. And yeah, the D&D models you're thinking of, that's them. Yeah. As it were. And we had a little chat with him and he was like, no, I... Oh, I thought you were hitting the face, Karen. And he was kind of, I'm just doing this for fun. This isn't my main thing, but like, this is like a hobby and I'm really proud of it. And I I can't remember... But we, did we say you do? Is it for a game? He was like, no, I just want to make models. I just love making models. And it was like, yeah, his, his whole stick was he had like literally the smallest plot he could have got. Yep. So he had his little table and he had his little stand set up. And he turns around and he was like, I just like making them. Yeah, the advertisement was just a little sign with his name above it and you know his conquest miniatures. But everything else he did was like, yeah, I make them. It was, and, I thought it was really cool. And the Manticore model I've got, it's not the best. Skull. It, is, it reminds me of old schoolness. But whoever painted it for him, I think, did such a good job that that paint job sold it to me. Yeah. And I don't know if I can do it as well as that, but... You want to try. I want to try. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a cool model. I don't know what I'm going to use it for. Same with the wolf. I don't know what I'm going to use well, it for. Well, that D&D you play. <laughs> and again, price point, though. It was all like, again, I'm sure that one was like nine quid uh, or something like that, wasn't it? Uh, 750. And I gave him eight pounds because he didn't have a 50p for change. Because it was like literally... First thing. First thing. Um... But yeah, Conquest Games, go check them out. Uh, and I bought stuff off Crooked Dice. Remember, I you spotted them. I bought the A-Team van. Yes. I bought the, the A-Team figures, so Hannibal Face, Murdoch BA. And I bought a DeLorean and the Doc Brown because I've already got the Marty McFly. And he broke from, the box up for you. Yeah, that was sweet of him. Because him. they, they didn't have Doc on his own and he just took him out of the box and charged me four quid. So that's cool. So that's going to be fun. I mean, it's a bit weird these days to have such blocky vehicle kits because you can just kind of buy the toys and I suppose I could repaint that. But it's not the point. I don't know. There's something about one model kit. But what I think would be really fun, and I don't know if I can achieve it, is Gene Steeler Cult DeLorean. I think it was a bit big. I think it's the right scale. I think they're the right scale. I think they're scaled to 28 more models. I think. I think so. I think that, but like, so I'm not saying I'm doing, I'm doing it, but I'm saying I might try. Um, and I think that might. Oh, and that was it for models. And now, <laughs> to the main event of salute. So this was fantastic. I'm worried you'll bring it up a bit, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, we had a lot it, of fun it, with them. It won't be as much of a brilliant well, look, as I, it was to experience. Can I explain how, how we approach the store? Please do. Point of order, it was the one thing I had said to you guys I am yeah. looking for at the event. Barry says, absolute, I need a new box to transport models. Mm-hmm. But I want a good box. Specifically, a magnet case. Yeah. So we go over to Battle Foam, and I'm sure you remember from the previous salutes, they're always in like the one-piece American like, flight pilot, suits. Flight suits. And it was guy and girl, and then was it... Lady, like yeah, lady. Who's <laughs> the way you the said boss. lady? Go, go and go on the stand. And Barry approaches, compliments them on their outfits. They thought you were taking the piss. One hundred percent. Oh, I didn't get that. One hundred percent. That's why I found it so funny because they then were like, well, she was jokingly back with you, like play it like it was play, it was playful jokey. Listen, but I bring the bands all day fucking long, maybe. But I think after about the second question, she realised you were being genuine. So then it, it like flipped back, and I, that's why I found it funny. We must say that young lady was an absolute delight. Yeah. And the young man next to her wanted to fuck her bad. 
But the poor kid, he stood no chance. That's all I'm saying. And it turns out he's been working there a week, bless him. He turns up, joins the company, and she's like, by the way, going to salute next week. And he's like, yeah, well, what's what that? What salute? And then he gets left on the stool by himself trying to sell everything. He, we had lots of interactions. Really nice guy. So He was trying go? very hard. He was trying really hard. I just wanted to explain. You walked up to it. I didn't recognise that. Compound their outfits. And you can see both of them. Obviously, that's what they get all the time. And they were like, oh, here we go again. I was impressed. And they had a magnet case which had th- sort of the bottom layer two shelves and then a top layer but the function you couldn't really, you could put anything on the top once the bag was closed because it no. closed over it no and I said these at the specific heights and they were like no you can move it and then we looked and we were like you literally can't you could buy new tubes smaller tubes so it reduced it in the bag so we sort of undenied for a while, and it was 180 odd quid, I think, down to 142 for the show. And we were like, cool. <laughs> and the young lady was doing quite the hard sell, and it was quite fun. She was like, you do this, and do that. And it's like, no, 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 I'm buying this. You've made the sale, it's, now just help me fine. figure it out. Your, your winning smile and jumpsuit pulled me in, guys, don't worry. Like, <laughs> this is, I got this. Um, and then it was just a question of science, wasn't it? Like, if you buy these extra uh, tubes and put it on the bag... The, 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 the four corner supports that determine you, the height that the trays are arranged at and the space yeah. in between them, therefore determining the height of miniatures yeah. that, that you and, can store. And I looked at it and thought, I could replace the large ones with shorter ones and actually get an extra shelf in, which might work. Are you all right? Because you look no, no, no. like... I was generally like, I don't know, you look sad. No, 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 no. Just exhausted. Always tired, but yeah. that's fine. Um, so we did that, and then it was like delving around this and that, and then we went back to that stall about I don't know how many times. <laughs> twice. Five. Twice. And it wasn't just to talk to the lovely young lady; it was to like buy buy extras <laughs> because the battle phone bags you can buy pouches that bolt on, uh, pockets that bolt on. Um, so I got like the rule book pouch, which functionally covers the entire size of the bag. And it's bigger than my tabletop tyrant pouch because it's quite hard to fit stuff in there. It's, you know, like the zip looks like it's big enough, but there's not actually that much material to yeah. get the rubber in. This is big enough to house my Bushido uh, folder nice. and rule book. And I specifically bought this for Bushido because I'm putting these models on giant rocks and yeah. they're not fitting in KR cases. When I came to Dan's yesterday, I had to use my French Army World War Two one and like take tanks out and put them in where like tanks are going. It just doesn't it just doesn't. It feels work. like a, it feels like it's KR platform sort of army. Yeah, I'm going to cut the yes. size after I've made the model sort of thing. Mm. So I bought the magnets. I bought this, but I haven't got it yet because I gave it to Nick to give me back for Christmas. Um, so I'll have to report back in the new year. But it, I think it looked good, and I bought the pocket um, pouch and was it called the utility pouch? I think you bought it because it was basically buying a Batman belt. Yeah. Well, I figured it would fit a double decker and a can of cherry coke, and I think it's the funny thing was these two people were obviously not ready for Barry's thought process. No one ever on buying accessories. (laughs) So this guy's like trying to upset everything. Barry's like, if I want it, I'm going to buy it. And this kid does not understand. He doesn't need to sell this. Barry's like, yeah, I love that one. And he's like, yeah, but it comes with. He's like, no, no, put it down. I'm having it. I don't worry about it. But and then we want an extra shelf, and they (laughs) they they didn't have an extra shelf. And he was torn because he was trying to like be like the sales guy that helped helpful. out. Yeah, he was he was a very helpful young man, but he was trying to be cool and like, yeah, I can make this happen. And I was like, can you just like? Because I haven't got any. He's like, go on our website 
and everything's got like massive discounts this weekend. We opened the website, literally no discount. He went on his phone, no discount. And he's like, oh, I've got to call my boss, but my boss, is just, he didn't want to call his boss. We, and that's what he said, I've actually only been working for them for like a week. I don't know how anything works. And he was trying, like we were like being, there was a lot of bounce as the kids say, and he was trying to match us and trying to be cool, but it wasn't, it wasn't working. And I felt bad for him. But I felt bad for it because it was to his detriment at the end of it. Because we were like, can't you just open one of the... He wanted one of the trays out of one of the boxes. They don't come in sets of one. So you'd have to open a box of four trays. And we're like, can't you just open the tray? Because you can buy them individually online. So when you go back, just put just the other three on the, on, the, on the thing. And the guy was like, I don't know. What no, but he, wanted, he was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Of course I can do that. Of course I can do that. And then you could see on his face. And it was like, look, I'm not going to make you do that. And he's like, <laughs> is that okay? Because uh, my boss might be mad at me. It's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> Dude, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. We still like you. It's absolutely fine. Well, <laughs> but then you went back right at the end, and he managed it. And he'd spoken to his boss, and she had said yes, and it was all fine. So I got the extra shelf. So I think I'm going to get five shelves out of it, uh, which is good. But we just had. To, it's hard to. Yeah, it doesn't come across in any way in a story. But we had a lovely chat with those guys, and yeah, it was just a real nice. I, I enjoyed all of it, and I didn't even buy anything. It was hilarious. Most of our day, most of mine and John's day, and Angel's, I suppose as well. We were basically just following Barry around, watching him interact with people. I don't think I was rude to anyone. You no, was. You weren't rude to anyone. Of course you were. He was the most rude. Oh yeah, saying hi. Your models are shit. I want your grass stuff. It's nothing like what I said. I said I know I should be looking at your models. I mean, do I, you made that terrain. That's not what I heard. Yeah, because they would have told the story differently. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing I should say is he was a wanker. That man. I was a bit. <laughs> I was a bit disappointed with Sarissa. Chill the fuck out. I was polite. So, so yeah, yeah. why I got three shed? Yeah, we got two. I got two free sheds. You got two free sheds. Major, you was a double shed trip for free. So the guy that runs Sarissa was running like master classes. were actually really cool. And he was like, "Here's a little bit of MDF. You get these brick stencils or stone stencils. Rub wood filler over it. Take the stencil off, and you're left with like the indentations of bricks or with." And it was a really simple, quick, lovely way of doing it. And I was like, cool, these are great, but I want to buy your Japanese terrain. He goes, but we didn't bring it. So you can just buy it online. He's like, yeah, I can. I can, I can buy that. any of this online. Like, anytime, but I want to. I want to see it. I want to know if I like it. He's like, yeah, look, here's a catalog. You could just buy it. I was like, I want to see it. I don't want to just. Buy. And they'd made the decision to have a smaller stall than normal and to run it as functionally a masterclass stuff. So they had a few bits in cabinets, but no stock to buy. And then they had this like bit and with the lights and the, his tools and all this, um, which I hope worked for them. If, if you say that, because we spoke to Gordon about this, like they say they don't make money at fairs. That mm. is not what fairs are for. This is purely sales for PR. sales. Mm. Uh, so sorry for yeah sorry, for PR brand recognition. And Sarissa have obviously gone. It, well, he said to us, it costs so much and so much time to sort it, pack it in a truck. Drive it down here, take it out of the truck, set it up. Organise payment. Sell it, put it back. And he was like, oh, okay. But I want to buy my Japanese terrain. And I wasn't going to do it because I wanted to see it. Mm. Because the problem I've got with them at the minute, they've got a, this Japanese setup that I'm interested in for Bushido. But it's it's got more this set doesn't include than it does does include. You know, when you look yeah. at the, the set and it's got these boards and these roofs, it doesn't come with the roof. It doesn't come with the boards. It doesn't come with the fences. It doesn't come with the grass. It's like... What's in the box? Why you open the box and be like, 
Packing foam! Yeah, why are you showing me this picture? And I was very keen to see and get a very clear understanding of exactly what I was buying. Yeah. yeah. I know they list stuff, but then you're like, okay, this web page. And then you go to that page, but it looks exactly the same as the other page, and it's just more of it doesn't include. Uh, Which is a shame. So we didn't buy from them. Yeah, there was uh, that, there was a yeah, there was a lot of that. Yeah, but then we went back to to so we we, so we, we didn't buy anything, how did you not the sheds? Free because we interacted with the gentleman who runs. Yeah, you told them they give you a free oh. shed. Okay, yeah, we were chatting and they just came up. There was like there was four of us that stood there. They were like, here's four sheds. We're like, all right, thanks. That he, um, the guy that was running, we had a nice chat with the guy that was running this masterclass stuff. Um, he's good at modeling and they seemed to like that we interacted with him. Yeah, I think they were giving everyone free sheds. Hey, was... it was because we interacted nicely. <laughs> <laughs> They're special. Who else did we? No, we spent a lot of time with the Battlefront people. Fenris, Fenris we spent quite a bit of time with. You did. You were leading that charge hard. That Fen- like I say, the stuff that they had was really, really nice, but the nicest stuff, the newest the newest stuff they had was the nicest stuff, and I got really annoyed because everything was Kickstarter and nothing was there to buy. And you're not going in on that Kickstarter? No, I can't be bothered. Yes, I'm not going to wait. That, that mentality is real of when you're at a fair with money in your pocket. I bought stuff at Salute I wouldn't have bought before. Like, mm. I wouldn't... Like I've got Demon Princes coming out of my fucking ears, but I bought three new models that could all could be now. Demon Princes. No, it was fine. I won't make them fly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else was there. There was a couple of really small people, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Uh, like the guy you bought the orcs from. There was people that were like, I have 3D printed a couple of models that you can buy. I'm trying to make funds because I want to make my game. And that, I really like that bit about it. We, we did comment that there was, there was a lack of... Um, there was a lack of the one-man bands that were very evident that had come over from European countries previously. Yes. And when I say that... Shock. Was, yeah, no, no. But this is what we're saying, just generally about the, the whole fair in itself. It was a lot more open. There was a lot more space. We knew this because obviously people had not turned up. Fine. But the people that had not turned up, it kind of made... It didn't make too much of a difference, I don't think. But I, don't, I think there wasn't the diamond in the rut that we were always going around looking for like there wasn't the again there was not one model at that at the salute that made me just go I, I I think I said it to you whenever I've been to a salute there's always a time where you'll go back and tell your friends there is something really cool that I've found and everyone has to come and see it yeah do you, do you know what I mean no, there, I agree. but there was never there, there wasn't that this time there was no there was some thing. lovely to clarify this is not saying that the things we bought or we spoke about were lovely because they are like your monk stones, your conquests, the who was the what's the studio with the Angel Heraldes paintings that we just Cerberus. Cerberus, thank Cerberus, you. Sorry. Yeah, all lovely, really cool. But yeah, I I don't know. I think Mias weren't there, and they only found that out. I think I think Paul told us that like warlords were getting calls basically Friday night from a bunch of. European coming. people saying we just can't get to you right now like it's just not a thing apparently they had one one person on Thursday bearing in mind Saturday show Thursday afternoon called them to tell them they weren't turning up and they had a pitch that was you know like on the ends of the rows they had one of them that effectively was like I think he said an eight, was it an eight meter stall I don't remember but massive stall that wasn't going to pitch up and he was like thanks for the notice yeah and because ta- Art of War wasn't there. They had two stands. They What's didn't... that miniature scenics company that wasn't there? The scenery company. Oh, I don't know. I saw, yeah, M- there was... M- M- oh, M- not... Um, MSA? MDP? MDP. Was it MDP? Yeah. Models, they weren't there. Because the tables were there and the white bit of paper on the table saying who should have been there. 
Um, Art of War were meant to be there, and Art of War had a T-shirt thing this time. There was Art of War Studios, and there was Art of War T-shirts. No, didn't see that. Um, no, they, they weren't there. No. That's Grant and Thingy, innit? Yeah. Uh, I looked at Offensive Miniatures, who do some nice World War Two minis, and I nearly... They've got some really nice sort of army deals where like an entire para thing because their websites I think their website's awful so and it's so it was nice to see things their pictures they have nice pictures but if you get the army deal it says by buying this army deal you get like AP6301 AP6302 AP6305 AP6303 oh yes what the fuck is that then you have to go back a page and scroll down, and but those three are in this deal. So then you have to open that up. Oh, that's listed. It's just bad. Just go, tell me, like, show me pictures of everything I get, rather than one picture of a paratrooper, and then listing cuts your own skew codes that don't mean anything to me. And so I haven't bought because I like I don't understand what I'm buying. So I was like, oh cool, it's here in front of me. And I was like, how much is this? She went, let me get the folder. So they had a folder. And they'd done this really fun thing where they got each blister out and they took a photo of what was in each blister laid out. Not painted models, just metal. Which I thought was great. And I was like, how much is this? She goes, I don't know. <laughs> like, cool. Who does know? And I was like, let me look at the chart. So then we, they had a flip chart that was back to their skew codes. But on the pictures of the models wasn't the skew codes. So they didn't know which page... How can they sell anything? I don't know. So I actually didn't end up buying stuff because people couldn't tell me how much the stuff was. So we just walked away from that one. But they got a real nice parrot, really nice American army. Who gives real, a shit, Barry? You can't buy it. No, real nice DAC stuff because I, I think it'd be quite fun to do some desert Germans and re- recreate uh, like the Indiana Jones bits. And they've got a really nice bike and Kubelwagen and motor, uh, motorcycle sidecar. It was just nice, but I couldn't because didn't know much they were and there were a few up there on the, the stands that you knew what they were but it didn't say what they were it was again this skew code thing it's like I don't know why I'm lying um, stupid way of conducting yourself it was a little bit uh, I can't think well there was the game I don't know what it's called that you bought the, the whimsy things from. oh I don't fucking know either. oh Moonstone no no not Moonstone oh we should talk about Moonstone but oh, not Moonstone Wasp yeah Wasp um, it was like the dinosaurs that are like really moving Drowned looking. Earth not Drowned Earth no because I looked it's, at them. It's like turtles and like cute dinosaurs and really soft cute dinosaurs. Face, rounded Very rounded face, yeah. Yeah. With like who live in mushroom houses. I can't remember what they're called. It's not my bag and I didn't. I, oh, oh, that is the sound of a man on a mission. That's a know? man with the sound who's got the start set. Well, no. Dan bought a wad of stuff for it and the guy was like, great, you're going to play the game. And Dan was like, I'm not playing your game. I bought these for completely other reasons. Um, <laughs> like last salute. Um, but. Um, oh, I can't think of what it's called. But you looked, and there was because they're just dinosaurs. Cool and you liked it. Yeah, I like dinosaurs. Though it was cute, but it wasn't. I didn't no. buy it. There was nothing there that really grabbed me. No, um, Duncan Rhodes was there with his paint, but Duncan I didn't Rhodes really. Painting Academy. I've got enough paint. I don't need more paint. Oh, Dan's returned. Oh, is that Twilight a... Chronicles of? Anoria, that was it. That's it. Twilight yeah, Chronicles that's it. of who? But I think that wasn't that the one. Annual. Yeah, that's the one. Wasn't that the one where I, that was the yes. one that was closest to me saying I was going to drag someone back to a stall for? I don't know. I'm sure it was. There was certain, but then there was Bridges not the one. There was not one yeah. band that I wanted out all of it for. I wanted like two from this, three from that. 
scattered. They had right. certain scattered spectacular models. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy timing. Maybe. Don't think so. <laughs> That's it though. It might have been. Maybe the models have got better. <laughs> Quite possibly. That was like three, four years ago. No, more than that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't last year. It was the year before. No, because I wasn't at the year before. It was the year before. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. The mist of time. In the before times. In the before times. Uh, Back yeah. when Steamforge had packed a had a game. Five pounds. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember you getting excited, but I don't remember what. But it might have been the one next door to them. Then, like there was there was a stall that had. I remember glass cabinet, double fronted shelves, split down the middle. Lots of different, like not teams, but like armies styles. I wasn't them. I attributed it to like Ark World style of stuff. I remember us having the conversation. I don't remember the game. It was that good. We didn't go back. Because one thing to note is, I think there was a lot more fantasy than sci-fi. Like, it yeah, was yeah, very much whimsy and fantasy. What salute in itself? In in and of itself, this time there wasn't say like Verge of War, who have like the sci-fi stuff. It's not quite my cup of tea. Um, and I guess I'm still waiting for the next big sci-fi thing. I'm hoping it's going to be Obsidian Protocol, Protocol if it ever ever happens. Have you got the pledge manager yet? No, the one that we were meant to get in January. No. Uh, um, we'll see what happens with that. No, I mean January. <laughs> yeah, he said January, not which January it would be. And I think I think a few people post up and goes, "Have I missed the pledge manager?" And I actually do post and go, "No." <laughs> uh, Moonstone. Want to talk about that? So for the last, not last year because we weren't there, but for the two previous Moonstones, salutes. Salute. I've gone up to the chap. Is it Tom? Lovely guy who runs and is behind Moonstone. Lovely guy. And have said, please, can we have for the fairies a wasp cavalry model? I mean, if you want to call it Baz, that's fine with me. Call it Baz is what I always say to him. I want Should a wasp cavalry model. Oh fuck! You're, that's much smarter. Fuck. Or Baz. Yeah. Yeah, Baz with like three Z's. E- either way, I want to be in the game. Um, and he's always like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." And I'm like, "Yeah, humour me." But one time we did write notes. This year I went to him and said, hi, I don't think you remember me, but I'm the guy that always says, hi, can we have a wasp cavalry model? He was like, oh my God, look at my phone. And he scrolled through and he goes, here's the wasp cavalry model that's coming out in two weeks. And it went up for pre-order on Friday, I think. So please check out Moonstone for this, like kind of like hipster fairy. She's wearing like 80s style sunglasses, like with like the visor, like the line for it. Riding a really cool wasp model. And then for £6.50 extra, you can swap the wings out for... um, See through resin. I'm gonna see through resin. I might hit it with a little bit of pearl spray. Um, but how, yeah, many, how many did you order? Just one. Just one. Hello. I may have ordered. So I think he was doing like 10% discount at Salute, but it was 15% of Black Friday. So I'm glad I waited for Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but Steamforge sale that is. Yeah, I could be wrong, and it was 50, but I'm pretty sure that's right. So I ordered the wasp, which wasn't on sale, and then I ordered the big gobliny. There's a little goblin riding a giant thing and he's got a cannon on his back. Yes. That's fun. Um, that sounds like my kind of game. Yeah, I don't think I ordered... I might have ordered one more thing, but I don't remember. Because I've got... I did both Kickstarters at Moonstone. I wasn't all in on the first one, to clarify. Just a couple of starts. But I was all in on the last one. I wish it was the other round. But um, I want to play it. I know Dan's played it. wasn't so keen. But I 
I want to give it a go. I have problems. It feels like there is. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's evidently a like a like beer and pretzelsy kind of like whimsy fun whimsy fun system. It just feels like there are there are two very good mechanics that I don't necessarily think should be in the game together, and they feel like they could be two centerpiece mechanics if fully explored for other systems. Interesting. Yeah, the combat being one. Yeah, we took combat yeah, and the, the magic. Combat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you like fully explored one of those systems and then made like a generic skirmish game with that system. Like, I think the combat system specifically I would love to see in a samurai game. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, cards. Because like cards and I, I strike high, you strike low, faint, bluff, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas the magic is like a push your luck uh, kind of... Is it bluffing? The magic? Yeah. I don't understand it because I haven't played it even yeah. though I've got loads of models but... One thing you got to say about that is the models for that game are beautiful. The the models you receive are like the renders. There's not like oh it looked better in the render. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're just lovely. Um. And then we went basically at the end of the show. We were like, well, let's just finish up with GCT. Went back because uh, that we had said that they were my backup. Like if I didn't like yeah, I buy everything, I would buy the ninjas and the Buto. And they'd switched their deal at that point to buy four models and or is it th- basically four models and you get the cheapest free. Like they'd yeah. switched from yeah. It wasn't buy four, five. get the fifth free, it was buy four, get the cheapest of those free. Full free, yeah, which skewed the maths quite a lot. And I think we made out like bandits. I didn't I didn't buy one. No. Because you no, you had the you picked the shark. I picked the shark up, up put it back because I started picking up Shiho. Thought better of it, but someone had picked up the shark. Yeah, and there were only two sharks for the and whole two Hitakuchi. fair, which I had and Matt had, and then Matt put it down. It's my fault, but it's okay. I don't need a young. No, but when we went back, one. they still had a bunch of stuff. So I bought, I think I bought most of the ninjas. But looking at it and the way they were pricing it, there were four ninjas I didn't buy. Why didn't I just buy the fucking four ninjas? I don't think they had all of them. Maybe not, but there was a few that were I didn't actively buy the carapan as well. Two carapan because yeah. you could have two, and I thought it'd be fun. Um, you got like all of the major ones. Yeah, the ones I wanted, I got uh, the carapan, and then goblin I, Ronin. I didn't get the goblin Ronin. Wish I had um, the Buto. So I bought so it's Yokozuna. Yes, Melosi, who's the, I think the guy with the big clubs. That's the young guy, right? No, that's Lua. Lua. Who can be in the theme. Yeah. Got him. Uh, guy with the... the Tomfer. Tomfers, thank you. The only one they didn't have was... Is it Melosi? Who's the bodyguard? He's like a... He's yeah. in like a robe. Because he was in a starter set and they were like, actually, we don't have him in a blister. And I was like, oh, okay. Did you get Oda? And Oda yes. and yes. the other one? Yes. Tet... To Suba or something oh, like that, yeah. and I'm struggling massively to write a list for them. I can't get more than four models. I on think list. Yokozuna's Revenge is much better than the other one. Uh, Rich loves the Iron Gummy list yeah. because you can fit other models in, but yes. the Yokozuna's I can only fit four models, literally four models, and I've got twenty points left. And I'm thinking honestly of taking one upgrade for two points, and then taking uh, I think eight potentially of the Dark Secrets. Where if you're within X in the starting phase, you go control marker. So it could minimise me not having models by me stealing their models. I think that could be quite fun. I'm going to be close because I'm... Can you have multiples of that? Infinite. 
Oh. I think it's oh. the one card in the game that's infinite. Imagine playing like a 10 point or 20 point model and spending 80 points on those. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time you, you're just there like a fucking puppet master just going, <laughs> I think there is a key you. test involved though, so it's not auto. I think Dan might be looking it up right now, but I think that might be the only way I can do it because the only other model I've got to add into the list is 21 points. And I've got 20 points and there's nothing I can do about it. Weirdly, there are two events called Dark Secrets that are different. Brilliant. One's for Ito and one's for Silver Moon Syndicate. Right. Welcome to Bushido. So, the Ito one, you can only have one of. It costs two points, but can target any model. Right. The Silver Moon Syndicate one, you can have any amount of. They cost two points, but you can't target soulless models. Fucking skeletons. Other than that, same thing. Fucking hate skeletons. But yeah, so it's basically, what's, what is it? How does it work? Is it at a post-key During test? the starting phase, choose an enemy non-soulless model within three inches of any friendly model that model makes a key challenge test of six if it fails game one control marker because it's a key challenge test it doesn't need to say non-solace because non-solace will pass anyway automatically yeah. <laughs> um, so we also got like the syndicate cards and the ninja cards and that was cool and I'd already ordered the dice and it was cool and I'm like yeah great I've got loads of stuff and I put it all down and they were really cool about like piling it up and like right that's the there's four there's four there's four these are the cheapest let's do it and so I I worry they did the maths wrong because I think I made out like a bandit. I turn around to look at John. Where's John? Where's John? There he was. <laughs> with a fucking armful of models for a game he doesn't play and has shown no interest in playing, but had everything. Bamboo, innit? Bamboo, innit? Bamboo, innit? No, the Golden Models look cool. <laughs> but what... So I missed this bit and I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So I'm there reaching through trying to do the maths. I was bringing his ear the whole time. Brilliant, well played. And I turn and you've literally got what was the first, like, what made you pick it up? What was the first thing that caught your eye? What was... Oh no, I've been chatting to Rich Lawrence. Uh, and Rich basically said if he starts playing tabletop games, he's got, I don't know what he's got, but he's told me something Bushido. He's got, he's got Minamoto. Yeah, so I said to him, I'll give you a game. I didn't know that. So how many blisters did you buy? Everyone they had. He bought every every Bakemono and I think almost every Oni that they had, including and then the Savage Wave, the Bakemono Star. starter box. I got a picture of it. I would love to see. He's got damn near every Bakemono or Oni. Wow. I think he's missing one or two. He might be missing a Nian or one of the. Riders. But again, like you say, I think I made out like a band. I think they fucked up the man. I personally think they messed up. And. Honestly, because we've done this before at first. I was trying to tell John, like, oh, you might need two of those, or you might need some of those, and he just went, just put more on. It's bamboo, isn't it? But I was just like, oh, the, the, like, the generic named ones, you get like one of each in the star box, but you probably want another one of each to like, and he said, yeah, cool. But just like, put them on. So, I just want to clarify, I don't want to sort of glorify stealing. I don't think we were stealing, but <clears throat> it was very difficult, because we handed our stuff over to them, they put them in piles and did the adding, and said, pay us this much. And hand hand on heart, I didn't know how much I was buying. You know, it's only later when I'm like, that just doesn't sound right. You might have got an extra free blister here or there. I don't think I you. Think it's I worse don't than that. think you fleeced them, mate. I think it's worse than that. I really do. But that's not your responsibility. No, it, it isn't. It isn't. But I I don't know. But John feels the same. I think. Yep. Maybe I should. But it was weird because I like when I. But then it might be me. I'm we not, could be remember, wrong. I've not bought fucking models. So basically, blisters are only ten pound each. Eight pound ninety five for a yeah. basic blister. 
The 13, bigger ones are ten ninety five. Then we, there are a couple that are twelve ninety five. Fourteen. Like, for a gap, Gok. Gok was fourteen. He's ma- he's the probably the most expensive. He's a chunky boy. He's a big old. Because then we go to boxes, and they were so again. But there's loads we. I'm sure. Well, I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve blisters. The starter box and the cards. Wow, and because not to clarify, not everything was in. Available, so if, I, if I had 12, I should have got four for free. Because we would have got, no, I would have got, if I got 12, I'm going to have got three, three, six, nine. I'd have got three for three. So what, nine? Nine nines are 81. Yeah. And then how much is the starter box? That's 30, 30 quid. quid or something like that? 30 yeah, quid roughly. Call it 120 odd. Yeah, I think I paid about that. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe I was right. I don't know. I don't know. But what it I, felt cheap for the amount of stuff I was walking away. Yes, with. There you go. fair, that's fair. What I would say is that that deal was better because I chatted with Gordon I said look if the theme bundles work out better will you give me the theme bundle price and he was like yeah and then we he, we did it and he showed me the how much it was and I was like I'll stay with this deal and added more stuff and yeah and I just I don't think it was oh well maybe like, I didn't maybe maybe I got charged I know we've worked that out on the basis that all of my packs are 95 haven't we yeah so there would have been some that were more than the that only are more than that yeah, yeah I got yeah. It, was, it was 137 quid I think that's about right that's about okay right. fine okay like I say I think that was because of, wait, remember as well I went there straight after Fenris where I bought five models and it came to about that a million pounds yeah I've added I have added mine up independently and think it's wrong because I had to, because Nick made me do it, because I'm getting, I don't have these models right now. I've had to hand them over so that my family can give them back to me as Christmas presents. So I had to add it up, and I'm like, I made it like a bandit. The right stuff. I, I made it like a bandit. Cool. Um, so now I'm sort of deep in Shiho, deep in ninjas, ninjas, deep in. Well, not actually well, deep in you. I've only got the boot. Just the tip for into syndicate. syndicate, and not that deep. Halfway no, up the shelf in Rokan. The own no Rokan. I bought all of Dan's, but Dan didn't have everything. No, but I already had. So I've got like the foxes, you had the buffalo. The buffalo Martin uh, oh, okay, you're pretty deep. Um, yeah. And I had basically the entire initiation keyword. Mm. Yes, so I've got all of that. I just don't have basic villagers. Yeah, and I don't have Cami. Yeah, um, yeah. Syndicate is just the buto. I might buy a couple more, but I've got the guy who was on the back of the dice box, the new running guy. Yeah. Because I feel I was going to see if I could fit him in and and play themeless. Because honestly, Dan and I keep talking about it. Yes, themes are great when you know what you're doing and what's happening. But if you're at a tournament and it's rock, paper, scissors, lizards, bock, the ability to have two complete armies feels powerful. More powerful than the admittedly sometimes very powerful bonuses. Admittedly sometimes very unpowerful bonuses yeah but that two army choice feels really good so we might go that way but yeah so we ended up the day with GCT didn't we bought some stuff had a lovely chat and lovely chat with those guys really nice because they just seemed a lot of basically everyone at Salute was happy it was so nice to be out because they're be all at, excited to be outside talking to yes. people about games oh, that historical miniatures got used to it he's a cunt I mean you did Skip over his models and ask about a little grass. His models were fine. Oh, that was true. Like the the guy on um, Precision, Sarissa Precision, who told us about tufts. never buy grass tufts, make your own. And sure. I was like, okay. Just go outside and, and then, touch no, grass. Yeah, like, in, fa- in fairness <laughs> to him, 
the way of hobby passion that he had for making them was fantastic. Yeah. But for the Good sake guy. of, I've seen I can buy multiple packs of them for eight pounds fifty of tape, on yeah. whatever. You just stick them on. Yeah, but he was. No, yeah, he was basically. He said, "Buy one." Yeah. And then with the little plastic sheets you get, where the little things are, you can put. The, he named a certain substance that stays sticky. Then you get these other things, and you put them in. Basically, you just they stay sticky, and you make your own versions of it. It's not like you make your tufts on the base. You can then pull them off and put them on where you yeah. want. So I've looked up how to do it, okay. and the flowers That's are a bit that different. Was my reaction. I think the flowers have to do exactly what you do with your tray. You know, there was the weird pink stuff that you have to, or leaf stuff that you have to like put on. I mean, for tough for flowers on grow on bases, I I just use tough flowers. Yeah, but he was making them. So I went and looked how to, how he said to do it, and it is you get your bit of paper, and it was carpet glue. It's a special carpet oh, glue okay. that you go down, and that's why it's got that still tacky, rubbery stretchiness. You go like dollop, 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 but you have to break the dollop because otherwise the surface tension means it doesn't really work. So you have to like sort of push it a little bit, push it a bit, so the surface tension breaks. And you buy these tables, um, not table, a little flock table. Do you remember I bought that shaker? So it's got like a little battery in it, and yes. you hook it up, and the static's been to work. And it has worked and it hasn't worked. And I've got to work out. There's got to be a way of doing it better. I'm just not sure. Kim played with the settings. On or off. But uh, <laughs> I, th- I think w- maybe I should put it on like a metal base or something rather yeah. than the glass. I- I'm using like an old goo tub to do the glass or whatever. But, so you buy these little tables where you sprinkle the flock. And then you turn it on and it like statics that. And then you have your sheet of this rubber glue dot, 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 dot that you've broken slightly. You turn that upside down, hold it above the flock table, and the grass jumps up onto the glue because of the static and is bolt upright. Again, it's really, really cool. And the way he explained it was with real it was hobby really passion. Cool, but, but it's $8.95 for a pack. If not cheaper, yeah. So it's going to be tough. But he was and like, just go. Basting exactly, no, exactly. Like, honestly, it was oh, like when someone explains to you how they really intricately paint NMM and you go, But I've got bronze. Was it? Yeah, like, <laughs> so, someone's like, I got a lead I belt, started right? with yellow and was I've it? worked all that to a brown. And look at this, and I'm like, Was it bronze? Vallejo bronze, bro. You that went to the uh tutorial for cutting out individual leaves. What did I? So, I'm sure I was on someone might have been Spartan. Si. someone at Spartans who went to a like terrain tutorial it's like the trick to doing trees nicely is cutting out individual leaves so none of them are the same no I think that was Sai that wasn't me oh, fuck I actually met with one of you cultists yeah no 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 to be fair the, yeah. the, 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 the painting stuff that I did the only tedious one I found was the NMM one all the other ones thoroughly enjoyed the tank ones everything else whatever 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 got would a have, bolt gun over there yeah would really yeah. would really like to have done anymore, the Led terrain up. one with um Matt, 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 Andy, and Henry, but the one by went with NMM, it just made me just really like metal paints. Yeah, because I like. I, yeah, it's, just it's, fuck that. It's a very. It's just a different I, thing, isn't it? I do NMM. I just use contrast. It's fine. Yeah, no, but it, that, that, all metal's great, right? Yeah, fucking but easy. Again, it's the Change same itself. as the, when when people say that they're in. You paint for different reasons. If you want, yeah. if you want to paint because you're wanting it's to a flex. paint, yeah. Then go for, go for it. Perfect. But when some people that you, but it looks good. That, that they're like, oh, I did edit a on this, and you go, cool. Should've okay, should have used the bronze. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those. Things. <laughs> yeah. When you get it right, you're a master. When you fuck it up, you really are an imbecile. But 
Right. <laughs> With NMM specifically, the better you are at it, the more you have to point it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just look like a prick. Yeah, and then you then that's when people are going, No. And you go, Yes. <laughs> yes. You, go, you are a gun. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but correct. Um and that was our fair. I don't think there's much more to report. Um, there is more on like the Bushido stuff, but like go look at our Facebook page because I posted it. The hot takes and things they told us were like straight from the horse's mouth and up on the page, and then posted on the Bushido page, and then posted on Discord. But I can't remember them all now. But thanks to be getting a Bushido starter set, another one, yeah, yeah, a proper one rather than like a taster box. Well, I, I think if Maybe you should have waited for that. Well, no, if you didn't want prefect, they're not goblins. But they wrote. But the guys will pay for something. They're not goblins, but they'll play in your army. They're not goblins. Well, we don't know they're not goblins. We've only seen three models. What? There might be one. There might be a. There might be a might get a goblin if you're lucky. In the starter set, we don't know. I just like painting green. They're supposed to be right. No, they're actually some of them are green. They were different colours. The back of my like The Ronin one's green. I think. At the end of the day, just paint away. Fuck, green. Flesh colour. Gremlins. Weird fleshy Gremlins. goblins. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm sure they said March, but that's on the Facebook page. But things are subject to change. We know that COVID's a thing, and we know that delivery is a thing, and cardboard's a thing. I mean, look at MCP and the fact that America still hasn't got half the models we've got. They're they're all on the boats outside the harbors waiting to come in with Marvel models on. My comic, I've got problems with comics right now. They're just behind and behind and behind and behind, and one of them I really worried about because it's um, it's the lim- that's the limited it's a li- the extra what's it called so it's a 1 in 250 variant so variant, the yeah. shop has to order 250 to get it so I had to pay for most of those 250 comics Jesus to get this your variant. One variant yeah. and what they've done is spawn gunsling what they, they, this the second one they've done of this once you get it you have 30 days from a specific date that they give you to send it back to CGC, which is the grading company yeah. in Florida, who look at it, even though they've just sent you it, they literally are at CGC in Florida. Todd McFarlane, the artist, signs it in their view, so it's witnessed. They get sent to a comic shop with a certificate, and if you want to keep it, that's fine. But if you want to send it back to get graded, you then send it straight back to Florida you realise this is the dumbest shit yes they open it and they go oh look it's the thing that was here yesterday um, or four weeks ago in yeah, your okay. case. well the, yeah the, to be fair the first one the Kingspawn was easy it was great um, but this it's getting closer to the date we still haven't received them in this country apparently so guy um, DPD's reading your comment mate <laughs> yeah well no it hasn't physically hasn't come to the comic shop yet and they're like it's, we don't know what's going on it's stuck somewhere so I'm worried it's going to turn up and I'm not going to be able to get it graded and the whole point is there's going to be three in the series I want all three graded. slabbed and graded um, you should buy another copy as well so you haven't got them in slab or don't you care for that no like I would but so slabbed they're around no 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 don't say the prizes okay. I'm all mean did you just buy a general Joe blog of the comic so you can read it? Oh no, so because it's Todd McFarlane, no, there's, like, there's like ten variants of like issue one or whatever. Oh, so it's right. basic bitch, several basic bitches with different artists and they look beautiful. Then there's like a one in twenty five variant. So for every twenty five, they get it. There's often, I think there's 
Mine should only be a one in fifty for this. So for fifty copies, you get one, yeah. and I've got those. But then there's the two fifty. So I've read them. Well, I still haven't because I haven't sent them to me yet. But the one in two fifty is purely just going in that slab for flex. Yeah, that's the only reason you have it. It's like an NFT. And the, the the joke is that everyone that's got it loves it, and everyone that hasn't got it goes, "You idiots!" It's like who cares about this? It's like no, I get it, but I do. The, what's fun is he didn't know how many. So he had to print them before the numbers were done. So once the orders are done, then he comes out and goes, right, this is the money. And they're all lined up on a table. And he showed you like the ones, I think it was like 1,678. And I've got like 441. This is the first one. I don't know what my number is on this one. And like about five, he did in green. They're all in red. And he did like five in green or something just as like to make it rare, which is quite fun. It is, but what a dick. No, but I like it. <laughs> no, no, I think, it's, I think that's great, yeah. but what a dick. But this then, one, I signed my eye with a heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like all those magic cards. Well, and I, it would be In worth... one box, I put them upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but, so the thing is, just because for ease of maths, let's say a million were ordered, you can't divide that by 250, because this shop might have only ordered 10. Yeah. That shop was ordered if 10. If 25 shops ordered 10, that doesn't mean that you Correct. get 250. exactly. So I think it worked out like 1,678 or something like that. And then he got the others, put them in a bin, and just set them on fire. And was like, done. These are the only ones that exist. Yeah. I mean, I, expect, I, have, I have big yeah, props because he that. was like, if, if one ever... He's been on podcasts and videos, YouTube channels. I, I listen, there's one I really like called Comic, uh, Comic Tom 101. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, he was like, if one of these ever got out... It devalues everything else. Correct. It would be the rarest one. And all these mean nothing. Yeah, because it's the unsigned yeah. one. Yeah. So he burned them all. And he's, he's done mm. the same thing with the gunslinger, and he's going to do the same one with the scorched. As much as that pains me that they get burned, that's also brilliant. Yeah. And there's fewer of the gunslinger, and we think there's going to be fewer of the scorched, but I want all three slabbed Sorry. and in a frame. Of course you do. Why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> really looking forward to like that, but if it doesn't turn Did your first up, one get a perfect grade? 9.8, which... So it's on the census, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. there's like three of of them. It's not everyone got it graded, obviously, yeah. which means actually the certificate that says you could get this graded is now rare because it's because the rest of them the actual comments. Yeah, because I don't have my certificate because you've sent it back. Yeah, <laughs> which is quite fun. But there was nine point eights, nine point sixes, and nine point fours, nine point twos. I think it was, and if they were damaged, they agreed. If they were like damaged, yeah. they agreed. That he would come in, and this is sign a new one. Yeah, exactly. Basically, before he that's credit. They're well done for that. What sign a new one of the burnt ones? No, no. So this was our. It was <laughs> he burned them the day after the like the deadline. Got gotcha. a bag of ash with yeah. my signature on. So it was like deadline. Got a bag of ash. It was like deadlines happen. Everything's in. If it's gotcha. not in now, it doesn't matter. And it's going to be the same with guns. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. So I'm just I don't know how it goes this, but. There's probably people that listen that are comic. I don't think anyone's still listening. Comic fans, no, probably not. <sighs> but I've been buying a lot of comic, like specking on comics, because I've been NFT watching comics. these things. Right. No, Stop but like NFT. weirdly, the Marvel shows and movies are sick, making comic books move. <laughs> like first appearances, people are using comic books as investment things and almost like treating them like shares. And it's a market we've created ourselves. Like Eros, spoiler alert, being in the 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 end scene of Eternals played by Harry Styles from One Direction, Thanos' brother, Heros, means 
the comics that he appeared in, which are minor, like the first one he joins the Avengers, the first appearance of Eros, where he goes, hi, I'm Eros. That's literally it. A doubling and just going up. And it's a completely forced... Well, hello. No, but funny, this has been not just comics. You've got you've got that from any collectible. The biggest one oh, exactly. from us that I would relate to is the magic stuff. Yeah, of like, course. Like, like... But they almost have a function, though. Like you can have a, a something that works and people need that card to make that work, though, right? And yes, then... but no. Okay. Well, yes, 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 but, but the value of the card but terrifies the fact that you would you, never do it. If you grade it, it's pointless. It's just a, a fit of collectible. Yeah. A graded card on a slab can never be played with again anyway. Right, yeah. And like you see people, it's a weird one because there are uh, there are like cards that people buy up that are not played in any deck, never will be. They're a shit card. They're just there's not many of them. But then when a load of people who speculate on them buy them up, it drives the price yeah. up. But no one's buying them. It's just increasing the speculators. Mm. Theoretical, well, and the comic, the comics, but like stocks, though, in just in general, though, because like for same same principle, though. yeah. And comics are being bought. This, so they keep they keep an eye, and pretty much just eBay and private sales. They keep an eye on these and go, we've sold this many this week, and it started there and it's gone to here. Whereas in January it was here. So there's very clear graphs on these things. If people aren't moving these. Your cards, I don't know. Well, I mean, in terms of graphs, there's literal MTG stock size. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm assuming people are moving them, but they're probably it's, it's people moving them around investors. So it's, yeah. I find it weird. I find the I find the difference between like the the investment cards, the cards that move, the cards that are actually sellable, and then there's like the, the difference. Playable. There's the difference between high end and then like the modern day speculation modern day speculation is I think this card might be good so I'll buy them while they're cheap and then when they appear in a tournament deck I'll flog them right. so I've done that with a couple like, yeah. generally speaking when, when when like a new set comes out and if I see a card that I'm like that's less than a pound I'll be like I'll have 20 of them Yeah, because you'll go if if for example like in your mind there's like something you'll look at it and go if something was to be able to interact with that like it has done in Magic previously that could break like it could be anything that means that if, if a card that has like another ability comes out and gets printed, these two bounce off of each other, it could be insane. Mm. I bought uh, about from three sets ago, just it was one of the God cards or whatever it was. Red Dude, I think I went for 50p. It's now selling for like 15 quid a card. But he didn't move from 50p to fi- like 15 quid by going up 60, 70 yeah. or whatever. He yeah. just went overnight, tournament deck had four of him, and then they went. Yeah. And then you got like the high end, which is the stuff's on the reserve list, which no one plays with. It's just like that's four of them. Like, pretty. Yeah. Like, no, so, no one's running a four of Desert Camel. Is a Black Lotus good in game? Yes, but there are basically no tournaments you can actually play them. Oh, because they're all retired. There's one. There's one format called Vintage where you're allowed one of them in your deck, and no one really plays it. That would be amazing if someone did, though. If you play in either the Vintage or Legacy tournaments, all it is is a flex on how much money you have. Yeah. It's like you can to a table, draw your first seven cards, put them on the table, compare hands, and you'll work out who's won. What, instead of playing? Yeah, because it's, like... when Back then, when the cards were that powerful, because they were the only things that were there, and it was new, and not many people knew how they interacted with each other, it was fun to play. Because it was like you and me playing Bushido. You've not played it enough. I've never played it. We would not. We'd, there'd be no interaction of like, <laughs> you've got your guarantee to win. You go back and play Guild Ball against Guna number one. 
you'll know from the moment the ball scatters pretty much sure. how you're going to be playing out the game. Very much the same with Magic, apart from ramped up to 20. I, I like the idea of people having decks that are slapped. Something like, here's my deck, and it's six foot high. There is that... Was it a Japanese kid that did that in one of the tournaments? He eight-sleeved his deck, and he put it on the side, and it was like this tall, and he ended up having to redo it. Oh, he made fun. it to a world championships or something with it. I don't know. See, he said every every qualifier he went through, he put another set of sleeves on it, and he got to like the eighth <laughs> round or something, and it was just like this sitting on his desk. <laughs> but your opponent has to shuffle your cards, so his opponent's like, there you are, and he's like, <laughs> and they're like, I like that, like a sandwich that Scooby Doo would eat. Yes, yeah, it's quite funny. The, the magic ones are the weird ones at the moment, though. Like, I think anyway. Well, we are in a bit of a weird collectors. I'm going to talk. We talk about this because, like, I think nerds are nerds, right? There is a weird collecting bubble. Bubble and like, look at computer games. Sealed computer games are going for stupid. Wasn't there a Mario? They went for a mill, and it's like, uh... it was like the old uh, gold cartridge Zeldas and stuff like that. Yeah, crazy. Cra- also, crazy. Re- uh, retro. What would we? What we would have known as the things we grew up with are now being referred to as retro, and now coming back as cool because nerds are now cool. Mm. Like fifteen years ago, they fucking weren't. Had to hide that shit and longer. Yeah, but fifteen years ago was when I was realizing that it wasn't cool to be a nerd. Oh, okay. Oh, I've always known it wasn't cool. Did it anyway. Oh no, I did it. But there was occasional times that you would help hit it. I don't know when those times were. Maybe that's why I'm. Still was the suit just a giant coping beard? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Good look at me. I've got a car. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't look in the cupboard. Don't look in the cupboard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Supra was a beard. Yeah. Never knew. Just a disguise. You never liked Fast and Furious. No, I hate it. Horrible. I hate cars in general. You prefer to walk. Like bicycling. <laughs> bicycling? Bicycling. If bicycling isn't a thing, fucking is. Super into segways, is John. <laughs> um, on that tangent. Anything else to mention from Salute before we put the. Put it to bed. Put it to bed. Chew it in the head. I would like to think that the young man who works for Battlephone gets to go on a date with the lovely young lady who works for Battlephone. <laughs> I'd love to think that. It'd be really awkward if it turns out it's his sister. That wasn't his sister. Luke was Leia's sister and they made out. It's true. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Um, People fuck their sisters all the time. Whoa, whoa, no one whoa, in this room, whoa, obviously. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. Um, Your girlfriend now, buddy. Can't be making statements, can't be making statements like that. Yeah, she might listen to this, Matthew. Oh yeah, definitely. It's fine. Do you have a sister? Yeah. I would. <laughs> not Genuinely, have no idea. That was a joke. Matt's the point sister. Of In Barry's opinion. <laughs> you got a wife. She can listen to this. Um, Anything else from Salute? It was fun. It was good. I'm really sorry you weren't there, Dan, but you're off to being a nerd elsewhere. Hopefully, we get one in April, back to traditional time. That seems a push. I don't think we will. Maybe. I might message Paul. Like, well, I, I think they were planning it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they were planning it. I oh, thought so, but willing to be very wrong. But I thought the reason you say at a push, I don't think it's a push, because I think they've been planning it all the way through COVID, so they've oh, been okay. in communication with. Yeah, because November was given to them by Excel rather than them choosing. No, but I mean, like, 
like from a purely company if it like from what you were saying it's very expensive to go and they don't make very much can companies small companies afford a salute four or five months afterwards excellent point and we'll see I mean Money I'm was changing. I've got to say, money was changing hands. Please wait. It's on our doorstep. We're still going. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. As, as punters, like fucking bring it. And one thing we should mention because it is part of our salute chat. What did you guys have for your expensive lunches from the Excel stalls at XL? Oh, uh, I had like a pizza wrap. Exactly. A pizza wrap. This guy, like a loser, was like. I'll take a bottle of Cherry Cola Zero and two nut bars. Then I won't need to do that. And then these pricks are there stuffing their face with pizza wraps that look incredible. Mine was, to be fair, mine was a southern fried chicken wrap. But it was incredible. Barry was fucking about with some Nature Valley horse shit. Yeah, it was. Nature Valley bars. I've changed. To be fair, they did look nice. Not as nice as as a wrap. I had a mozzarella pizza. pizza? pizza. They didn't have any of the pepperoni one. I really wanted a pepperoni pizza wrap. They had a great name. I can't remember. Rap, rapid. Yeah, rap. But spoke for W. Yeah. Incredible raps, scenes. isn't it? I, I loved it. It's bamboo, isn't it? Uh, so we were in, we were out. Pleasant drive there, pleasant drive back. back. Loved hanging out with you guys. So good. You were missed, Daniel. Bit of a controversy with parking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we, oh, yeah. I gave it all the lobsters. Like, I oh, know. <laughs> the I, lobsters? The lobsters. I gave it all the lobsters. Giving it all the lobsters. Oh, oh okay. Give it all the lobsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, it's not my first rodeo in the car park. <laughs> no. Not my first rodeo in the car park. Uh, and instead of going, right, I went left and had to turn around and it was all embarrassing because I was like, these idiots don't know where the fucking front door is. I've been these fools. Oh, I can't get in there. Yeah, I was like, oh, I've, I've done it. I've done it wrong. <laughs> um, but we parked. John walked up to the parking machine and went, oh, yeah, there's a ticket here already. Someone paid for it and fucked off. So I would pay for a ticket and just left and it was and like sticking like, out of the machine. Can we? Should we? And I was like, well, what we? if it's not? What if it's a trap? <laughs> it's a trap. So like, we did it. What if it's rigged? The ticket that came out, we just paid for The blue dye out the top was of the machine. <laughs> yeah. It was literally the same. It was like, so then we just put that back so someone else could take the gamble because we So So the next person comes along, also pays 20 quid and leaves the ticket where it is. Someone functionally paid and didn't take their ticket. Someone was an idiot. Uh, Egypt. I don't think anything else happened. I think we've thoroughly covered it. I wish we'd recorded last week because minutia has gone from my head. That wasn't much else. Maybe. Guarantee it wasn't much else. It was fun. We stretched it out already. I've got to say, really enjoyed the things I bought. Hmm. Looking forward to see what Cerberus Studios come back with. And we'll see. Um, so we might be back soon with a, a mini episode talking about Takure. And then I think the next time you hear from us will probably be post-Christmas in our usual Christmas New Year slot. Christmas Fun Club. Yeah, and when we record next to the Christmas tree. But I think that's going to be our listener questions episode. Listener email. (laughs) Because we'd said about how we don't... We put your questions at the end and we don't always give them the love and attention they deserve. So it's nothing but uh, listener questions and a New Year wish list. That'll be the episode. Uh, so we'll see you soon. Can't end it on that. I was waiting for Matt to do it because he's better than everyone else. Yeah, he's got so much more enthusiasm. Dan well, won't do it. No, I refuse. And um, please do roll better. <laughs> Good effort.